Warning! This program will contain massive spoilers and profanity for absolutely everything we discuss. Consider yourself warned. everybody, and welcome back to Chilling Amongst the Mangoes, the stickiest review show on the internet. I'm CJ Welker. I'm Gage Topolsky. And we're reviewing the second Michael Bay Transformers movie. Revenge of the Fallen. Now, why wasn't it called Rise of the Fallen? It's a good question. It's it's just a better name. Yeah. It also fits into the name, into a, it could have been a title drop in the movie and would have worked. What is he getting his revenge on? Just in general. Okay. <laughs> Humans? I, I guess, but like the... Uh. Yeah. See, he's he's butthurt because he couldn't blow up a sun, and then he's like, no, I'm getting... He's getting revenge on the sun. Okay. But like everyone who, who he would have actually gotten direct revenge on is dead. Yep. In... The mo- in a cage. Yeah, no, it's a bad a movie. It, it's a bad, oh, boy. bad, bad plot. Yeah, it, it's a good plot until halfway through the movie, and then it's a bad plot. The writing was dire, and I, I needed to know why. Um, writer strike. Yes, uh, this movie was written at the height of the 2007 writer strike, uh, and Bay even. Uh, during an interview in 2011, he even said, "I think that's why it's my worst film." Yeah, this was in 2011. Oh, of course. <laughs> this is a masterpiece in comparison to the last night. Okay, I can imagine. I don't want to imagine, but we'll find out. Um, so, however, the this was only they only had three weeks to come up with a screenplay. Yeah, and Bay did it pretty much on his own. Yeah. Um. The, there, fi- the film had been written, but the screenplay wasn't complete. Yes, the, the and stro- so the Bay was literally like, "Fuck the writer's strike, we're continuing." No, actually, here's what I found. Here's what I found. Um, so the the two writers on this, I can never remember uh, Kurtzman names. and Orsi. Um, they knew that the strike was coming up, but they wanted to get this movie going. So before the sh- strike started, they wrote up a uh, short. Uh, screen story and mm-hmm. gave it to Michael Bay. Uh, Bay wrote what he could do. Uh, he wrote up 60 pages of a script, and then after the strike was over, uh, the two writers locked themselves in a um, uh, hotel and tried to revise it. Mm-hmm. But it's Michael Bay, and yeah. uh, there are clearly some choices that he wanted to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, their names are mud, mud flaps and skids. Oh, God. Also, just, yeah, uh, I feel like he also at, was the one who put in the extra uh, MacGuffin. Yeah. There were three. We'll go through those yeah. when we get to them. Uh, okay. Do you, uh, you want to do the roll call? By the way, I do just have to say, mm. because we're talking about MacGuffins and how every Transformers movie just turns into a MacGuffin hunt. Yeah. Um. One point in favor of Rise of the Beasts is it's one of the only Transformers movie where the MacGuffin is not forcefully inserted into somebody, either for murder or revival. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Revo- Revival. No, I don't. I And this one. No, I'm saying Rise of the Beasts. Oh, Rise of the Beasts. Ri- okay. Rise of the Beasts, it's like... Oh, that's... Yeah. Huh. Rise of the Beasts, and I think Age of Extinction. Yeah. The MacGuffins are not forcefully inserted into a Transformer to either revive or murder them. <laughs> yeah. Um... Just like we're, we're, here's the thing, going forward and in the past, we're gonna be saying the word MacGuffin a lot, and I do want to like emphasize exactly what that is, and it's Hitchcock's perfect definition for a MacGuffin, which is something the characters care about and the audience does not. Yep, and it's so perfectly descriptive. Yeah, of all the shit that happens in this movie because it's. A, of- it's- it's a literal plot device. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, directed by that cunt, Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to start all of them like that. Uh, starring Shia LaBeouf as Sam Witwicky, Megan Fox as Michaela, Josh Dumel as uh, Major William Lennox, Tyrese Gibson as Epps, John Turturro as Simmons, uh, Ramon Rodriguez, Raymond... Rodriguez as Leo Spitz. Uh, Is he the roommate? Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's a couple others. John Benjamin Hickey as uh, Director Galloway. Hmm. Glenn Morshower as General Morshower. <laughs> um, and uh, then we have our list of bots. Yes. Which one? Bear with me. I'm just going to go okay. through them right now. All right. Uh, Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime transforms into a red, blue and red 1994 Peterbilt 379 semi-truck, uh, just like the first movie. Uh, Hugo Weaving as Megatron, who turns into Cybertronian tank that flies. Uh, honestly, I kind of liked the design of the tank. We didn't see it in the last no. one. No. Uh, the the design of Megatron is a lot better here than it was in the... Yeah. Yeah, I'd say uh, so. In the first one. Uh, Tony Todd as the Fallen, who never transforms. That design was garbage. Yeah. I, like, I, I was, like, while I was researching what happened with the script, I saw some of the concept art yeah. for him, and his original face was the Decepticon logo. Yeah, that there is a Decepticon that just has like a mask that is the Decepticon logo. His uh-huh. name's Tarn. Okay. And he's actually a really cool bot. He's mostly in the uh, IDW comics. Okay. Um, highly recommend. Huh. But, uh, yeah, they were pretty much going to do that with The Fallen, and then they somehow made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. That was... I mean, it's, it's, it's not the worst part of this movie. Actually, I think The Fallen in the original continuity also had the Decepticon logo for a face. Okay. The, this, I could be wrong, but... This, this guy in the movie, he has, like, this sideways beard, and it just... And it just rattles and shakes yeah they tried to go very reptilian with the design yes but that doesn't fit the transformers aesthetic no it doesn't yeah no it doesn't it's it's weird it's um mark ryan as jetfire uh who transforms into a sr-71 blackbird Mm -hmm. uh jess harnell as ironhide uh 2009 gmc top kick c4500 robert foxworth as ratchet 2009 search and rescue hummer h2 ambulance uh, Charlie Adler as Starscream transforms into an F-22 Raptor covered in Cybertronian tattoos. He's like he's like he was in the cartoon, at least the parts that I've seen of it. 
I liked his voice in this. Yeah, his voice is... They got his voice perfect once they gave him a role in the second and third movie. Yeah. Voice is perfect. Still not a fan of the Dorito design. It's a little weird. Um, But the personality is kind of there. Yeah. He also gets the uh, one of the best lines in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Not to call you a coward master, but sometimes cowards, cowards do survive. survive. And it's just like, oh, it's so good. Not to call you a coward master, but sometimes cowards do survive. And then he just like fades. <laughs> and he just like, like slowly back out, back out of frame <laughs> because I'm about to get bitch slapped. As Megatron says, this isn't over. Because <laughs> his face is blown up. Uh... Uh, Frank Welker as Soundwave, Reedman, Devastator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Reedman. Okay. Uh, but no, Frank Welker as uh, doing the voice for Soundwave, uh, who is pretty much just, he takes over Satellite. Yeah. He, I like I like the use I, of Soundwave in this. I like Soundwave. I like his design. Mm-hmm. I think he's actually my favorite designed Transformer in this movie. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that if I didn't have the subtitles on, I wouldn't have known that was Soundwave. He says Soundwave acknowledges. Oh, okay. Soundwave acknowledges. Why didn't retrieve it? Why didn't we get the re- Why didn't we get the computer? The early night, the late night. 90- because this is a Michael Bay movie, and they need to sound scary. Mm. You can sound scary going through synthwave, not according to Michael Bay. Uh-huh. Through the lens of Michael Bay, that's not scary, it's silly. That's, these are giant robots. Yeah! He doesn't <laughs> understand, Gage. He does not understand. Uh, um, yeah, there's yeah. more, but no, none of them actually matter. Yeah. All right, uh, want to dive in? Let's dive in. <clears throat> so the movie opens with Optimus Prime. No, to- no, no, let's roll out. Let's roll Fuck. out. God. Mm. We missed it. <laughs> this is, I think, the one time that uh, I think this is the first time that we've recorded where you also have alcohol. I think. So. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The move. Uh, let's roll out. Uh, the movie opens with Optimus Prime talking about humans. Uh, we see the year seventeen thousand BC. A group of hunters discover a transformer building site. Yep, it's and then uh, a big guy with a sideways beard steps on them. Yep, yep. Uh, it was too early in our evolution to di- to discover uh, kinks, so they're just terrified. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. No, that was Con- the sound they made. Yeah. Wow. Confused death scream. Mm-hmm. I don't understand snoo su- <sighs> snoo yet, but this is uh, this isn't it. This isn't it. <laughs> Uh, we cut to present-day Shanghai as a special operations team, NEST. Do we ever get what that stands for? Uh, not in the movie, mm. but there were tie-in comics. I forget what it okay. stands for. Give me a sec. It's a team-up between uh, the humans and Transformers uh, to hunt down any remaining Decepticons on the planet. Uh, there are also two robots that are a racist ice cream truck. They are there. We will unfortunately get more of them. Um, well, unfortunately, never stop getting more of them until they're written out for the third film. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay, so they they only show... Are they written this out is, this for... Is, 
This no, is the only appearance. This is their only appearance. Thank Christ. No, they literally just show up in this movie, are racist as fuck, and never appear again with absolutely no context. I mean, they showed up with no context. Yeah. Well, I'm willing to give their showed up with no context to pass because Optimus Prime did send out a, a message into space to have more Autobots. Yeah. Come. But no, they they literally just write them out with no... Uh, That's annoying. No, I'm okay That's, with yeah, it. I'm okay, I'm okay with, with it. With it. Uh, it's just a bad storytelling. Yeah, it is bad st- storytelling. I like to think that they died in the in Egypt because <laughs> we don't see them again after after they fight Devastator. Just text comes across at the end of the film. Uh, oh, like, like like at the end of Animal House, but it's just Skids and Mudflap just no, dead I, in a pit. I was I was thinking Skids and Mudflap died on the way to their home planet and have, <laughs> and have like the Simpsons like sc- yeah. cell just go up. <laughs> All right. Uh, they engage in a massive firefight. Oh, uh, um, found nest. Nest is non biological extraterrestrial species treaty. Okay. Cool. Nice. Uh, firefight. Absolutely massive Decepticon built out of like a. Uh, uh, this is Demolisher, which is a ba 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 ba. White and red uh, Terex ONK RH400 excavator. Cool. Is big. Is very uh, big. Op- uh, his face is about the size of Optimus's torso. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they go into a fight. I do like, for all the Constructicons we see, mm-hmm. I love all of their designs. Mm. Some of them look kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that. Like, I love that this dude just has two giant fucking arms that is the excavator yes. uh, digger part. And then he just is rolling around on two massive wheels that were transformed out of the treads. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's cute. There are three versions of RC. I didn't know she could do that. Uh, So those are actually three different characters. Oh. That is supposed to be RC, Chromia, and Alita 1. Huh. But only RC is ever name-dropped, and the others are just there and get murked. Okay. RC does have lines. She has two lines. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I'll... then she dies, too. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <sighs> the... uh... <sighs> See, here's the thing. The disrespect that Michael Bay shows for the Transformers would be way more hated if it, if wasn't... it wasn't for the fact that that was the good parts of these movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's depressing. Um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, Gage, it is. So they pursue uh, another Decepticon hiding as a sports car uh, sideways, who is a uh, 2009 Audi R8. Uh, the second Decepticon jumps through an apartment building uh, for no reason, and an old Chin- Chinese man looks bewildered as they play the last few notes of that racist Chinese tune, the do 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 and it's just like, it was just yeah. like, do-do-do, and it's just like, oh, ew. Uh, it was like a, yeah, uh, the ice cream truck falls apart after, because, for no reason, uh, the two robots are kind of introduced, Tom Kenny, Reno Wilson, Tom Kenny's white, and Reno Wilson's uh, black, and I don't under. Uh, there's like, uh, uh, okay, so this whatever happened with fucking skids and mud ca- mud flap, like that had to go through. Uh, wait, 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 wait. SpongeBob voiced skids. Yes. yes. 
I never understood. I never knew that until now. Yeah. I could hear it with Wheelie. Yes. I knew he voiced You could hear Wheelie. that. Yeah. I didn't know he voiced Skids, too. Yeah. Now I'm upset. Yeah. I, I, like, think about a movie of this scale. How many people that has to go through? All of it. Yeah. All uh, the and, and every single person had to say, no, SpongeBob being racist is a good idea. Sure. Yeah. Like, I, here's the thing. I was looking at this, and I was trying to wrap my head around it, but then I... Remember that in 1967, a history teacher in Palo Alto did. A, I just learned about this, and I want to throw it in because it also because it's almost it is less absurd than the racism in this movie, and I want to share it with you. Okay. In 1990, in 1967, a history teacher in Palo Alto did a social experiment and caused his entire school to fall into fascist ideologies ideologies in the span of five days. And if fascism can take over a high school that fast. Then two extraordinarily racist depictions of African-American coded robots in a major motion picture makes an absurd amount of of sense. Hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of where I got like, that's that's just kind of where I ended up because I that's the only way I can comprehend the stupidity here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So um, the car uh, that's. Uh, was being chased uh, is gets bisected by Ironhide. Uh, that nope. That, that sideswipe, 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 so, uh, sideswipe. Who turns into a 2009 uh, Corvette Stingray concept? Okay, uh, which I love. This is my favorite design in the movie. I love sideswipe so much. I all I remember is the car. He turned into a transformer for like three seconds. He's in the th- third one more. Okay, he gets better. No, he's just in it more. They just forgot about him. He, yeah. Okay. Forgot they killed him. <laughs> sure. No. No, he's there. He just, he's just there. Okay. He has a little bit more screen time and a little, uh, like an extra action sequence. Okay. In the, uh, uh, third one. Well, well he gets murked here. No, uh, he doesn't. He gets cut in half. Oh, no, that's sideways. Side swipe is the one who killed him. Okay. So I don't get what's so hard to understand here. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is purposely confusing. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. There's a lot of side names. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, they must Broadside. have side. Okay. Um so Optimus jumps Oh yeah, no. Um so Optimus gets airdropped mm-hmm. uh into the outskirts of Shanghai. I really like this scene. Yeah, this sequence this is scene, phenomenal. This scene is great. The little parachutes come like, up. They this, each is have what the... I, this is what I was talking about. As much as I hate Michael Bay, he knows how to make a hero entrance. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. So, like, he falls. The parachutes go up. They have the uh, Autobots logo on th- all three of them. Yep. He drops down. Uh, then... He, he uh, creates hooks out of his arms to cut them. Autobots, I'm in pursuit. <laughs> Transforms into his truck, which is the first time in the Michael Bay movies we ever see Tr- Optimus transform into a vehicle instead of out of it. Huh. Um, and then uh, drives down the road and then transforms back to jump on to de- uh, Demolisher as he's uh, like about to burst through a bridge. Yeah. And Shanghai just jumps onto his face, hangs on, and just starts Pull over. Blast into him. 
Uh, and if you look past all the CGI robots, you can see a massive amount of practical explosions. Mm -hmm. And here's another thing that I do like about Michael Bay. He never goes CGI explosions. No, because that would mean he can't feel the explosion. True. And that's what gets him off. Yes, but like he... Because of this, he's one of the few directors out there that sticks with yeah. practical uh, with practical uh, effects whenever he can. Yeah, even if those practical effects sometimes just look like fireworks. Yeah, and that's that's an issue. But other than that, uh, yeah. Um, before the big one dies, he says uh, that the fallen will rise again, uh, and Optimus shoots him in his face. Yep. Uh, we then cut back to suburbia, where the audience sees uh, two of God's two of God's creations and the affronts that humans have done to it: uh, a purebred Chihuahua and a purebred Bulldog. Yep. Yeah. Um, they both of them blinged out. Both of their existences have to be a little painful. Yep. Uh, Whitwicky is heading. Sam is heading to college. His dad's happy to see him go, and his mother's sad to see him go. And they are both very horny to know that they will have the house to themselves again. Yep. They're they're the comic relief no they're not no they're not but they're trying to be and that's the thing that they're not trying hard no the movie is trying to be the movie's not trying hard yeah well it's funny to some people 13 year old boys mostly i was 13 when this came out this has never been funny to me stupid 13 year old boys i was pretty fucking dumb Uh, we see the dogs humping each other. The father implies that maybe you should consider another option in the girlfriend department, and we are never given a reason for this. Nope. Uh, first shot of Megan Fox, uh, has her leaning sensually over a motorcycle, airbrushing on a little devil woman. Uh, she calls, and I, I like this conversation. Yeah. Their back and forth is cute here. She calls, says, hey. I do think their chemistry is better in this one. Yes. Yeah, it is. Uh, she says, hey, I'm breaking up with you. Uh, the whole conversation kind of implies that she doesn't want to do the whole long distance relationship thing. Mm -hmm. There's a great little line where she, she says he's sounding pretty confident and he replies with, oh no, it's just my low self-esteem is at an all time high. Yeah. And I related to this character for a moment. Yeah. So (laughs) I will give props where props is due is for, I don't think Sam is Quite as annoying in this one. Yes. He's still annoying. He is. He uh, only screams like a coward once. Once. And to be fair, I, I can't say I'd do any less in yeah. that same situation. Yeah. Like, he, he does it a little bit too much in the first movie. Yeah. And if memory serves, he does it a lot more in the third? I the third wrong. one is actually just Sam Witwicky being kind of pissed. Oh. Like, pissed off and just out for blood. I kind of like the character of Sam in the third one. Uh Uh-huh. From what I remember. We'll We'll see how that changes. Yeah. Um, Still not a good character, but he's at least... He at least has his own character agency in the third one. Yes. Okay. Because he didn't have a strong woman backing him up. (laughs) He had to. Because the woman that... uh, The... uh, 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 love interest character that they gave him was pretty much just useless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she admits that she still cares for him. Uh, he says, uh, and says she'll be over to, uh, say goodbye in part. Oh, we, uh, my favorite line of the movie is when she sexually says the word camshafts. Oh, that's <laughs> her, uh, was, where'd you put the, whatever it is. Uh, they're right over there next to the crankshafts. 
Oh, I love it when you say crankshaft. Say it for me real quick. (laughs) That's not me talking. That's what Sam says in the movie. And I relate to that. (laughs) Uh, As she's talking to him, uh, he drops a little piece of metal from the hoodie that he was wearing in the last movie and says he thinks he still has a piece of the cube in his shirt. Uh, it protects, it projects a shitload of data into his head, like the intersect in that TV show Chuck. I don't know why I keep referencing Chuck. Wow! I don't know, yeah. I've done this twice so like, far on this podcast, and that's too many times. Like, it's not that deep of a poll, but no, it's, it's a pretty it's deep a poll. It's an odd one, yeah. It's a, it's a weird poll. Yeah. Also, that show, like, that show was pretty good for the first, like, three seasons, and then they they lost... I don't even know if I've ever seen an episode of Chuck. Hmm. It was good. It was good for the first three seasons. It was good until it wasn't. Yeah. Um, Most TV shows. Yeah. Um, so after it uh, projects onto him, uh, it melts through the house and activates into the kitchen, turning a bunch of electronics into hostile Transformers. Uh, another one with a machine gun dick. The blender has glass teeth, and before he he jumped up, I was like, oh, I like that design. And oh, no. no. Yeah, no, like, uh, it, it was, he was hiding. This one was more egregious than the one in. <laughs> yes, first. but no, it was the same same issue. Like, it was behind, like, a little piece, uh, like, a yeah. container, and I was like, oh, I kind of like that. Uh, now that's a laser dick. Yeah. The one the one of these that I do like is the garbage disposal yes, turning into, like, a little rat. Yeah, no, I loved the garbage disposal. The garbage disposal rat was fucking dope. I yeah. love that one. I want a life-size version of that <laughs> to play with, because that looks uh, yeah. fucking awesome. No, that one was cool. Um, the uh, the uh, the Dyson didn't look terrible. That, yeah. It was kind of generic, but yeah. The, the only one that was overtly sexual was the blender. The one that I didn't like, I didn't like. All of the other ones looked like the material that they were made out of. Mm-hmm. The Dyson ones went from being plastic to metal, and yeah. I, did, I that that was just like a little odd. To we oh yeah, after they change, we see the dogs humping again. Uh, the microbots group up to attack. Is that another, like, robot? Or am I original by calling them microbots? Or is that another, like, robot? I think that's shift? another thing. Uh, no, micronauts. Yeah. That's what it generally, was. Uh, generally tiny robots like that, although never called that and never ex- explicitly referenced in these uh, uh-huh. in the movies, generally tiny robots like that are called minicons. Okay. Okay. I like that. I, I, I mean... Both are good. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Uh, so they... Uh, they're fine if you need to put labels on it. They attack Sam. Sam escapes out the window, jumps off the veranda and into the yard, and takes cover behind the water feature with his dad and calls for Bumblebee's help. <laughs> Bumblebee emerges, blasts the shit out of the house yeah. to kill them all, and then gets berated by Sam for following orders. Yeah! Sam's mom is being attacked by the waffle iron, which hasn't transformed. No, she, I think she was where, like, like, thought the house is going to collapse, was wearing the waffle oh. iron to, like, protect her, but then runs into a potted plant and falls down. Okay, I thought that was a waffle iron attacking It her. would be funnier if that was the case. Yeah. Uh, so if, if the waffle iron was actually like clamping down on her face, <laughs> that would have been fucking like, awesome. Like it just got a little bit of yeah. the energy. It, the waffle iron is a Pac-Man now. <laughs> um, Michaela arrives at the same time as the firefighters and the police. 
Uh, Sam gives her the little chunk of the cube for safekeeping uh, and then goes to yell at Bumblebee. Uh, He tells him that he isn't coming to college with him and says that freshmen aren't allowed to have cars. I never heard about this until watching this film. I did some research. It's something that happens, but as long as you can, like, prove that you can... I thought it was just for elitist reasons, but then I realized all you need to do is have a job off campus and they'll let you have a car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, that's only, like, some colleges. There are plenty of others that are just like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Car. Yeah. Um, He apologizes to Bumblebee and tells his giant robot protector from outer space that he just wants to have a normal life. But you'll always be my first car. (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, During this mostly one-sided conversation, uh, his girlfriend is changing into a cute little white dress to surprise him. Uh, The single shot that uh, was a sexual awakening for most prepubescent boys. Uh, Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. No, like yeah. That like gratuitous there was a there was a sneak there was a sneaky panty shot, which is which doesn't look as bad compared to the gratuitous panty shot later on. Yeah. But it's like that like her specifically like changing yeah. into the, like that was a sexual awakening for the majority of people my age. You could hear the balls drop. <laughs> <laughs> That um, that was the sound in the theater when. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, as they say goodbye, Sam awkwardly avoids saying the word love, and it's clear that this has been a point of contention from Michaela. Uh, they have a short but subdued argument, uh, kiss, and then he heads off. And I do like her dilemma because it's clear that she still likes him, mm-hmm. but she also sees. All of the reasons why this isn't going to work out in the yeah. long run. Uh, and, like, yeah. Uh, as she's going to her, uh, her... It's fine. He has a mild panic attack and calls her and makes her fly over there, yeah. like, 24 hours later. It's fine. It'll <laughs> uh, be fine. Yeah. Uh, she gets on her bike, uh, and one of the little robots that escaped is able to scan her bag and identifies the shard of the cube. Contacts Soundwave, who is just kind of hanging out in orbit. He's just floating there. acknowledges. That's a good voice, but I like his actual voice. I do, too. Yeah. Uh, at the secret nest base... Uh... That's the thing, though. It's Frank Welker doing a, uh doing an evil voice, and I can never get enough of that. Okay. Uh, Autobots are returning from their mission. Uh, The ice cream idiots scan themselves into two new cars. A uh, um, Skids uh, turns into a 2007 Chevy Beat, and Mudflap turns into a 2007 Chevy Trax. Also, someone from the government is here. Uh, He's a dickhole. uh, Just because he's from the government. Uh, the new liaison for Operation Nest, who complains about not getting alien weapons, uh, and the open invitation to uh, f- from the Autobots to bring oh, other yeah. Autobots to Earth. His uh, uh, exposition, by the way, is exactly what Soundwave needs to figure out where everything oh they God. need for their plans are. Yeah, current president is not thrilled with the current, current Obama deal. Yeah, this one. This time he's called out. Guy tells them. Everything that they need to know, uh, and then actually polite, kind of politely asks Optimus, 
Well, are you going oh. to, are you really going to sit there as a scrawny little human and tell the leader of the free galaxy well, that, that's, to fuck off? Well, that's the thing. He, he asked, the guy asks, if we were going to ask you yeah. to leave, because we're pretty sure the reason that the Decepticons are here is because they're hunting you. Yeah. And if you leave, they'll go away. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, if we decide that we want you gone. Will you leave peacefully? Optimus, if that is what you decide, we will honor your wishes. But uh, at, before your president decides, ask him this. What if we leave and you're wrong? Yeah. I, I like that line read. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that line read, too. There's slightly too much of a pause between what if we leave and then... And you are wrong. Yeah. Which, which almost makes it seem like two separate statements. Yeah. But. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Soundwave has been tentacle fucking a satellite um, and has gotten all of the information he's You almost needed. got one out, out of me. Oh, damn. I almost got a spit take. No, you almost got a. Yeah, I'm going to take one aside. Oh, my God. Fuck. I forgot you do that. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I will do. He didn't need to tentacle fuck the, that thing. It's a satellite in space. You, ha It just needs one plug. Oh, he wanted multiple. Uh, hey, he's been out in space a long time, man. Yeah, it's hard to get any up there. Um, Starscream ain't putting out no more. <laughs> gross. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the Witwicky uh, family arrives at Convoy. college. Convoy. Yeah. Uh, Witwicky family arrives at college. College scenes were here were shot at the University of Pennsylvania and at Princeton. However, neither school is named in the film as both schools felt that the scenes with the mother would be damaging to their image. Yep. They were correct. Yep. Um, so, uh, honestly, that I'm willing to bet that they both put this factoid on IMDb yeah. just, to in, to, just to say, not only did this get shot here... But we disowned it, but yeah. we're also owning it by claiming that we didn't want to be known for it. Yeah. And so there's some f weird 4D chess going on there. Um, Sam meets his roommates. There's some There's some decent solid back and forth. There's some solid back and forth as the two of them try to figure each other out. Uh, then the roommate shows Sam to his entrepreneurial tech plans and mentions how poorly the government are at covering up the giant robot aliens. He's not wrong, but he's also a conspiracy theorist, so fuck yeah. him. Also, in 16 years, these tech bros will be trying to convince hospitals to put medical records on the public blockchain. Yep. Like, it's you, you can just look at them and be like, yeah, okay, yeah, these, these guys are... These guys are going to lose a lot of money on crypto. Yep. Uh, Sam introduces his... Because well, the internet's pure truth. Video doesn't lie. <laughs> Sam begrudgingly introduces his parents to his new roommate, and his mother eats an entire pot brownie in a single bite. And then does not act like she's high on weed, but, but rather drunk as hell. Yeah. And it, it looked... From that depiction i would get i would have guessed guessed drunk as hell and took half of an ex ecstasy bill yeah that's what i was gonna say booze and mdma yeah and it's just like i i don't know if if michael bay knows what weed does to you and that it's just fine yeah it's, it's just chill honestly it's really weird. honestly the parents could use just some edibles yeah honestly uh, that should have made the characters just completely normal 
<laughs> it should have just put them at a net zero. Just like have the father walking around on the grass and being like, this is nice. Yeah. yeah. I like this campus, son. I think you're going <laughs> to like it here. Like a normal father. <laughs> Two weeks could be muffy. Oh, my God. Fucking asshole. Um, the weed hits her pretty hard. Uh, she starts freaking out and attacks the Frisbee kids uh, and is dragged off by her husband. Uh, in orbit, Soundwave launches a one-eyed cougar de- Decepticon at the secret base. That's, uh... Ravage. Ravage. Cool. Ravage. Uh, One of the cassettes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the robot... It's, it's panther-like. Yeah. Uh, the robot cat then vomits some ball bearings down the air vent. Magnetic ball bearings. Yeah. He, lethal Bakugan. <laughs> That's a good word. I was. That's the word. That's the word. I was trying to remember what they reminded me of. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I looked at lethal them, Bakugan. I, I could. I could think of those. Uh, those. Um, Technic. No, not Technic. Uh, other, the Lego robots that standing up. Why am I thinking? Forgetting them. The they had the masks. Bionicle. Bionicles. There was a one set where the where you where they click into the Tawatoa. Yeah. Yeah. That which turned into a ball and then folded out. Yeah. I loved those guys. Um, but Bionicle was dope. Yeah. So they, they discontinued it. I wish they'd bring it back. Um, the ball bearings go down an air vent. Uh, when they get into a vault, they each open into a little Droidica from the Star Wars prequels. If they were designed by Apple. <laughs> I yep. Mean, yep. Uh, and they all formed together to build a very flat Decepticon, which I have personally named 2D. His name is Reedman. R-E-E-D-M-A-N. Don't ask me why. There's never been an explanation for it, and I don't know. I'm going to keep calling him 2D. Yeah. Uh, 2D breaks through the security glass. Uh, yeah, he's literally like an atom thick. Yeah, like I do love when he turns and faces the camera. All you see is the eye, and then everything else is just flat. Like you can't; it's invisible because it's so flat. Flat. Yeah, no, I really like the design. Um, He uh, on the military base, they have uh, what they think is the last shard of the cube. Uh, Two last big shard of the cube. Yeah, two D breaks through, collects the shard. Uh, kill some soldiers by running through them. Yeah. I really like that. It's brutal. He just, like, runs through There's them. There's a little puff of red air. <laughs> uh, kill some soldiers and escapes with, uh... Ravage. Ravage. Who has just, you know, guns on his ass. Yeah. Uh, back at the college, there are lens flares. This is, this is the dip, this is the toe dip. This movie is the toe dip for Michael Bay and lens flares. Yeah. He, I mean, it was also just a he, thing that was yeah. very popular around this time in movies. I mean, this is the same... movies. Isn't this the same year the J.J. Uh, Abrams Star Trek came out? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Lens flares were all the rage. One, do you know, uh, there's like this little thing in, in that movie on the, on the control deck. Mm-hmm. It's just this weird little shape. Uh, it's a scanning device. Oh really? It's, yeah, it's like a barcode scanner, <laughs> and they they were just looking for something that looked futuristic, so everything didn't look perfectly smooth. And they found these, and they just set a couple of them along the controller. I'm gonna have to watch that next. Or I'm gonna have to look for that next time. I liked. I hated Into Darkness, mm-hmm. and I liked the third one. The Beyond. Beyond. I Beyond really, was dope. I really liked Beyond. It felt like I old. liked the first one. The first one was good. The second one was. 
we we don't know what to do, so we're just going to the J.J. Abrams special. Yeah, so we're just going to rip <laughs> off Wrath of Khan. Yeah, and like, make what? it worse. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I got. I'm getting off track. Um, we do that sometimes here. Um, no, really. <laughs> <laughs> so lens flares. Uh, Sam and his roommates go to a frat party. Uh, Michaela is setting up to prepare for a Cisco uh, Skype date. Using the system, yeah, don't, I don't ask. Yeah, uh, at the party, Sam they were trying to get something to take off. It never did. Yeah, uh, Sam is having a standing seizure as he begins to see Transformers runes and then draws them on the table with the frosting off the cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, the horny blonde is horny and chasing him. Oh, by the way, I think uh, either last episode or something I s- mentioned that this was that it was Alice Eve, not Alice Eve, Isabel Lucas. I okay. apologize about that. Okay. Um, she's just horny toward him. Uh, we, we saw her briefly earlier at the, uh, oh, by the way, dorms. just because it's something egregious that I want to point out, I don't know if you caught it. The fact that the IT tech bros stacked the co-ed dorm with the hottest girls on campus. Yes, I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Decided to hack it and be like, nope, hottest girls here. If you're going to hack... A college system. Why the fuck wouldn't you just give yourself priority uh, class choosing? Especially before well, Because they're horny, Gage. Ugh, good God. Because they're horny and with their personalities are never going to be able to get anything anyway. True. Yeah. Like, these are the kind of... These are the kind of IT kids who are going to stack the co-ed dorms and then bitch at each other for not being able to pull any tail. Good lord. Yeah. Uh, the... Well, he, he starts drawing with the cake. She ignores this and tries to hum- dry hump him. Uh, then there's some sound outside, and Bumblebee has shown up. And uh, one of the uh, frat bros... Who drove a freaking yellow Camaro? I... Sam does have a good line. Oh here. yeah, no, and the be- yeah, because like- he, he actually a good couple of lines. Because uh, he goes out, and he's like, "Bumblebee, what the fuck?" And the guy, "Hey, is this your car?" Uh, no, it's a friend of mine. He uh, uh, he went to go find you a tighter shirt. <laughs> there isn't a tighter shirt. We checked. Oh my god! And then it's <laughs> like, go park it somewhere else, or I'm gonna park my foot in your ass. Oh, what sh- size shoe do you wear? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, so, like that's the thing. Dialogue. I don't know. Like these, there's these isolated incidents, instances of good dialogue. Yeah, but then everywhere else is garbage. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Bumblebee, <laughs> everywhere that it matters, yeah. is garbage unless it's Optimus Prime and Megatron talking. Yeah, everything else is just terrible. Yeah. Uh, ho- as he dri- tries to drive away, Horny Blonde gets in to try to seduce him. Uh, uh, Bumblebee uh, knows the, the game immediately. What was the song that he played? You got cheating heart. <laughs> That's her. She's a super freak. Oh, yeah. Super freak. Uh, She's super freak. He does everything in his power to get her out uh, of the car. Bumblebee, uh, like uses the the reclining seat feature to just bash her head against the dashboard, which never ceases to make me laugh. Oh, he also puts on the Jaws theme. Oh, that's right. I don't know why he couldn't have just been like, Decepticon. Yeah. Right there. 
uh, in your passenger seat. Uh, I like, know. I'm honestly shocked that Bumblebee... We've like, seen Bumblebee go bloodthirsty before. Like if we, just if we, transform, throw them both out, and then just point blank yeah, Alice. Yeah. Or just, like, do more to, like, like so much damage that it seems impossible for her to walk away. Yeah. And then she still walks away. And he's and he plays some song with da- uh, Danger Zone. He plays yeah. Danger Zone. Highway <laughs> to the Danger Zone. Um, so, uh, she leaves for the time being. Uh, and... Uh, Bumblebee brings Sam to a cemetery to talk to Optimus. Sam turns down the call to adventure, saying, I just w- talking to the giant robot who saved... Leader of the free galaxy. Re- leader of the free galaxy who saved their planet from utter destruction. Uh, hey, I just want a normal yeah, life. You're Optimus Prime. You don't need me. Well, I you fucking saved the world. You're the one who killed Megatron. Yeah. Like, he was beating the shit out of me. Yeah. Uh, on a shipping transport, uh, four Decepticons jump off. Oh, I do like Optimus has a good line here of, Sam, fate rarely calls upon us at a moment of our choosing. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Uh, any Optimus line just hits it's me. It's good. Peter Cullen's great. Um, four Decepticons jump off a transport ship to go rescue Megatron. Uh, they Currently, there's a giant... Uh, fleet just above yeah. his corpse. Yeah, in the uh, Laurentian Abyss, which they mistakenly think is the deepest place on Earth. Yeah, why didn't they just melt him down? It's a good question. Mm. So, uh, they get down, they stab Megatron with a... Oh, well, with well the... a little, uh, uh, a little tiny spider, spider doctor, doctor yeah, uh, named uh, Scalpel, mm. uh, voiced by uh, John DeCrosta. I would have liked him, but he was just a little bit too German Nazi doctor. That's exactly what they were going for. I know, and I get it, but... but uh, what's weird is, it sounds like he's speaking gibberish, but then you can hear, like, every other word. Yeah. And if you have subtitles on, yeah, like, sometimes it actually makes it... I, don't, I know exactly what he says. What are been better if he had just like a generic white doctor like middle-aged white doctor um yes uh we need more energon uh kill, kill the him. little one yeah <laughs> just yeah suburban, just like, doctor, suburban doctor suburban pediatrician yeah someone who's, who's just like who's checking up on kids a little bit of a temperature you should be fine yeah um take his face yeah <laughs> but uh yeah we need more energon kill the little one yep so they uh, they tear a Constructicon apart, give the parts to Megatron, stab him with a shard of cube. Megatron growls. So the thing that killed him in the first movie has brought him back. CJ, explain. Uh, energy overload kills him in the first one, but uh, but the cube can also create energy because entropy does not exist in the Transformers continuities. So thing i don't know it's bad writing okay cool uh megatron just leaves earth to be fair there have been things to bring dead transformers back that are way less explained than this okay so that's uh, it, it fine uh megatron leaves earth goes they, to bumblebee and rise of the beast got brought back just by laying on some energon oh that's right yeah okay uh megatron goes to one of the moons of saturn he is greeted by Starscream being the best. Uh, 
Starscream being the only Decepticon with personality yeah. in this movie. Uh, and then excited, and then um, he tries to choke out Starscream and kills a child. Egg, I think. I don't. I don't want to ask how the, we're we're saving this question for the like for the treatise. We're we're saving the Q&A. this Q and A. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, I need to make sure you are actually writing down all of your biggest questions that are going to take me a while to answer. Okay, I will. Okay, I will write them down because and send them to me so I can actually have things prepped in advance so it doesn't take four fucking hours to get through that. Got it. All right, we'll do. Um, so there's eggs, because and... I can explain it, but it's fucked. It's weird. Okay. It's very weird. Huh. That this is, it's a thing. All right. Uh, turns out Megatron is just the Darth Vader to, uh, the Fallen's Palpatine. Uh, the cube can't actually be destroyed. It's just, it just gets to transform. It has been absorbed by the human child. So it's transformed into Sam's brain. Like, literally yeah. into the yeah. brain. Uh, Sam goes to astronomy. Oh. <laughs> Only a prime can defeat me. Was that never explained? Why was that? Ne- was that just a thing? That was just a thing that was said. We never, like, even got, like, like someone proving otherwise. No. No? No. Okay. That's weird. Here's the thing. Michael Bay doesn't understand what the primes are. I thought they were... From the movies, I thought it was, like, a title. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. Okay. Michael Bay does not ex- understand that. Granted, mo- usually primes are stronger than the average Cybertronian uh-huh. due to, like, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, a blessing from Primus. It depends on the continuity. Okay. But generally, the primes are, like, the head honchos. Okay. Uh, Sam goes to Astronomy 101. Dwight Schrute is teaching. Dwight Schrute, but... As sexual as Michael Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Except no, it's, it's drunk Dwight Schrute. Drunk Dwight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, yeah no, he's extremely just overtly sexual towards the, uh, the co-eds. He monologues. He is horny to his female students. Um, Sam has a seizure. Seizure disproves Einstein theory, Einstein's theory using Transformers math. Dwight then yells at him for embarrassing him in front of the dean. The dean the sits dean. there like a shocked grandmother who just watched her grandson's porno. Deans don't go to the first class. They can audit. They can audit. They don't. Why would they go to the first class? Of I the don't know. I semester? don't have the answers. I can tell you, like, there's like. A dean's not going to audit the first class of the semester. Honestly, I think they should. It's funnier that way. Oh my god! Uh, because the dean, um, yeah. So uh, she witnessed him. Also, she witnessed this uh, guy sexually harass the students. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he leaves class. Calls his girl- girlfriend. Uh, she's annoyed that she was stood up uh, on their first video date. Babe, you don't understand. There was a really hot girl, and she tried to fuck me, and I didn't do it. Aren't you proud of me? <laughs> Sam tells her that he's having visions of alien text, and to make sure that the shard in the cube from the cube is safe. Uh, Michaela um, immediately catches the Tom Kenny uh, robot that looks like the murder robot from Futurama a little bit. The red one with the eyes kind of apart. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, this is Wheelie. This is Wheelie. 
Uh, and she puts him in a lockbox and tells Sam that she's on her way to the East well, Coast after, right now. Well, uh, after torching his eye. Yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> uh, Wheelie is I, also- That was my eye, you crazy bitch! Wheelie is also uh, sexist, because everyone is. Yeah. Um, Sam starts drawing on a poster for Bad Boys 2 as Michaela is able to sneak a murder robot onto the plane. Yep. Okay. Uh, the military Autobots and Decepticons are all converging on the college. Mm-hmm. Um, the horny blonde... Uh, why are they converging again? Is it just the, Decep- the Decepticons are after Sam. Oh, right. Because they because need they what's in his the- head. Yeah. Uh, the Autobots are converging because they know shit's up. Okay. Got it. Because they, they have Energon detectors that are uh, watching the Decepticons converge. Yeah. Uh also, they've been alerted that, hey, uh, Megatron's potentially back. Okay. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure Bumblebee went back to Optimus and was like, hey, there's a Decepticon who's trying to fuck Sam. What are we <laughs> going to do about that? Because I didn't, for the first time ever, did not take character agency into my own hands and just <laughs> ice that bitch. The horny blonde goes... Has a has a menacing walk through the courtyard with a lens flare and a silhouette <sighs> of the yeah. sunset. Uh, she goes to... Uh, after Sam, and uh, her tail comes out, gratuitous panty shot, uh, and as Michaela arrives, her tail goes back, and it's the same shot on reverse. Yep. Yeah, it's like obvious. Um, she, it's obvious? It's obvious, yeah. Michaela arrives just to see Horny Blonde kissing Sam in bed. Sam tries to get up to explain. And she, Scorpion, get over here with a metal extension of her tongue. Yeah. And wraps around him like a whip. And it's terrifying. Yeah. And do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) Just Uh, a little. Too spiky. Just a little. Too spiky. That's fine. That robot does not know the meaning of a safe word. Um, It doesn't need to. That's how you go. Uh, so Safe words are for pussies. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you if you uh, if you whisper if you yell them into it, Gage, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Um, so there's uh, so Michaela after hearing like some noise go off going happening in the room, she goes back and sees him almost getting choked out. She throws the lockbox at the horny girl, which she just ducks yeah. under. And then retracts her tongue. Sam screams like a little girl. Yep. Which Yeah. Yeah. I mean I if that's if yeah. <laughs> um he escapes uh with Michaela and uh the and his roommate who's just gonna be here now. Oh god. I just had the worst, I like the worst thought ever. Mm. If he had actually tried to fuck her, oh, he wouldn't. He would have just died. No, but like that would yeah. would th- I think that would be worth th- worse than a teeth situation. It'd be sticking your dick in a garbage disposal. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> transforms midway. <laughs> just holding it above your head. <laughs> um. So, Hardy Girl turns into a metal Medusa. Yeah. Does, does do Transformer? This is, to my knowledge, the only time a Transformer has turned into a human. Yeah, pretty much. As far as I know. Okay. That's weird. I know pre- 
the pretenders aren't a thing, but it's not like pretending to be humans. Weird. As far as I know. I don't fucking know. Okay. Uh, so a couple of roommate hide in the library to avoid the robot, and I kind of like this dialogue here. Because yeah, if I click on pretender in wiki, it just takes me to uh, Transformers G1 with no context. Okay. Uh, I like the dialogue here as they're all arguing in hush whispers. The, mm-hmm. the conspiracy nut is like, oh my god, is that actual alien? Do you know actual aliens? Yeah. And Michaela's like, I can't believe you fucking cheated on me, you absolute piece of shit. It's <laughs> like, do you think that was enjoyable for me? It was like being humped by a mountain ox. It had like a diesel, like a diesel-y smell to it. And why were you kissing her back? You know what? I'm giving you the silent treatment. Uh, this Ten t- seconds, no talking. This entire time, they're all, like, whispering because they're hiding yeah. the... Uh... <laughs> In the library. Yeah. Um, so, Metal Medusa uh, kicks through a wall uh, and tries to kill them. Uh, they escape and kill the human transformer by driving her into a lamppost. Yep. Uh, and as they drive, drive away, uh, they are picked up by a helicopter and dropped into an abandoned factory. Uh, yes, that was Grindor. Okay. Does he make an appearance here? Or is that yeah. it? Was that it? No. Okay. No, he's in the forest fight. Oh, okay. He's the he's the one that looks exactly like Blackout, just bigger. Okay. Blackout for the first movie, the, but bigger. Okay. I, you remember I was talking about it's sometimes the battle seems yeah. seem muddled? That was the only... The forest fight is the only time where I was actually having trouble... Like figuring shit out. Really? Everything else because that's the most clear. cohesive fight in the franchise. Everything else for was me. just a direct. Like I could tell what was going on. Yeah, that, that was three robots on one. It was two black, two black robots, two gray robots, and Optimus. And I could see Optimus. No, I it was Megatron, was Starscream, and Grindor. Those were it. Oh, okay. Well, then there's all there are all shades of various shades of yeah, but gray. they have very definitive design, like very distinct okay. designs. That is the most cohesive and my favorite fight in the entire franchise because of how cohesive it is. Oh dear God, that's not good for that. If that's I think the most you just, cohesive, I think you just were uh, weren't paying attention. I was paying attention. I was trying to pay attention. It was too much. Anyway, it's it's not too much. Everything is in its exact right place that it needs to be in. Mm-hmm. I just, it's a very well done fight. I, I don't thought, get why you. I thought the fight was good. I just had trouble following. I, I could follow. Here's the thing. I could follow Optimus. I couldn't follow anything else happening from the other robots. I could only focus on Optimus and his immediate thing. Everything else, like there was other I stuff going on. I honestly do not understand that. Okay. Okay. It was the designs. It's the designs of but the. But they're so distinct from one what another. What are you talking about? They're all. Th- they're in a dark forest. They're all various it's shades of gray. It's broad daylight. Yes. And as they move, they go from darker to light. And it. they all look like while they're moving around, I couldn't tell uh, Starscream from the other one. Are you just basing off of color? No. Because they're moving around so much. Yeah, even with moving around, they have extremely distinct designs. Okay, I just didn't. I just had trouble following that fight. I, I'm. Honestly, I thought. I okay. It wasn't trouble following the fight. It was just like it. Just, it was another information overload. I don't get that. I feel like that's the least information overload because it's forest, broad daylight. I can, okay. Here's the thing. I can do one-on-one Transformer fights. I like those. Mm-hmm. In this movie, they do those very well. Anytime there are three or more Transformers fighting mm-hmm. and they're not all different colors, 
So it is color for you. Yeah, well, it's because they all are, have the spiky, pointy things, and if the two spiky, pointy things are crashing, I don't know which one is which other than the color. I think you just need to pay more attention. I don't think it's worth paying attention sometimes. See, that's your problem. It's not good. It's just it's like... Not, it's that's just your problem. You're not busy. even trying to follow it's, it. I'm trying. It's just too busy, and the brain says there's no point in following it because it can't be followed. That's just me. It can be followed. It, easily. After watching it frame by frame? No, I, I've never had to watch that one frame by frame. Okay. Okay. Also, this is just my just experience. The Transformers community altogether is like, no, this is easily the most cohesive Transformers fight scene that has been done. Okay. Well, that's the Transformers group. And I'm, and I'm kind of general audience here. Yeah. Even general audience... I've never met somebody who said that that fight was hard to follow until now. It wasn't hard to... F okay, I used the wrong word. It was too busy to, like, pull anything from. See, I still don't get that. Okay. I know non-Transformers fans that it can be like, recite the... F like, frame by frame me the forest fight from Revenge of the Fallen right now, and they can do it. Okay, I, that's just my experience, man. I don't know what else to tell you. It's literally my favorite... Uh, like scene in the entire Michael Bay franchise. Okay, I think it's it's okay. I just don't. I just have too much trouble with it. What resolution are you watching in? I'm in. I don't own a 4K TV. I'm okay, watching you need to come over and watch it on my TV. I don't want to watch this movie again. Just the fight. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> just the forest fight. All right. Fine. Fine. Good lord. No, 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 no. The first movie I'm watching on your TV is The Batman, and it's not going to be Transformers. I like your TV. Uh, you watched Cocaine Bear on my TV. I did. I did. That was good. But that was good. Yeah? Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. So fine. first movie you watched was good. Now you can watch the one good scene in this fucking movie. It's not that great. Because you weren't watching. I was watching. I couldn't fucking follow it. I don't understand that. I don't know how else to describe it. It was too busy. There was too much stuff going on with, like, the Transformers moving around. Whenever they move, all of the different polygons shift around. Yeah, because ways. that's how CGI works. Usually you can't count the polygons. I can't count the... You can't count the polygons. No, but you can see them. You can see, oh, that's the triangle, that's the triangle, that's the triangle, that's the triangle. It's, it's too busy. There's too many moving parts in every one of them. I think you're just, you have a hate boner for these movies and you won't. No, I don't like these movies. I also just don't, I just don't like the way he composes the the multi-transformer multi fight scenes. I agree with that for every fight except for this one. This one was felt just like the other, the first movie. It, well, not exactly. It was, it felt like that. And my brain just looks at this and says, there is nothing to be gained here. Stop focusing on it because you can't focus on it the fight i don't want to say choreography though mm. but like the fight itself is fucking amazing okay, the fight is fine if the fight is good i couldn't see it all i could see what was happening all i could see all right, was so what we're learning is that you need new eyes no my eyes are fucking fine it's the designs of the robots moving around too I agree fast. the designs are busy. I th do not believe that their movements are hard to follow. I don't, I don't know how else to defend myself here. You can't. Can I move on? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, they... Da, 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 da. 
All right, helicopter. They get they dropped into an abandoned factory. Starscream cuts the car in half. Megatron, Megatron begins to interrogate Sam. Uh, this interrogation is done by uh, feeding Sam the robot from the Matrix that gets shoved into Neo's stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time it's shoved into his mouth. Yeah, uh, it goes in, climbs out again. Um, when they read some of his brainwaves. Uh, the Decepticons decide they need to steal his brain to get the information they need uh, to get the location of the Energon source. But before they can even make a single cu- cut a single hair on his head, Optimus drops in and fights both uh, Starscream and Megatron at the same time. Mm-hmm. And this fight I liked because you could tell where everyone was. Too. Yeah. Because in the forest, it was just it, the camera kept cutting to different angles. The camera wasn't even cutting that much. There were so many long shots. Yes, and it key, and I didn't know. I didn't have a sense of location. They were just okay, in a that's, forest. That's relatively fair. I will give you that one. Mm. But at the same time, like I don't, I don't agree with that. Okay. I think it's extremely cohesive okay. and well put together. All right. Um. So fight moves into the forest. Yeah, the one v one. Between Prime and Megatron here is yes, the one v one is at good. least give me that yes, the one v one between Prime and, uh, uh, and Megatron Megatron is good, and then the two other robots join in, yeah. and then that's when I get like ugh, and that's that's when it loses me. I can give the first half of this fight. See, that's the thing because for me, I'm like okay, the the actual fight even sets up where everybody is, each like. Like, throughout, like, okay, Blackouts, or Grindor, sorry, they share a design. One's just bigger. Uh, they, uh, Grindor, like, literally, like, starts up his uh, uh, helicopter rotor blade mm-hmm. uh, to go after Optimus. Next, uh, like, then it cuts, and then you see Optimus going through and, like, cutting his arm off that has that. Okay. It's like, it... I, I just had trouble with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I Were you... Like in note taking mode. No, I was watching it because I d- knew there was nothing to take notes on. It was a big fight scene. Yeah, I'd watch it, I'd pause it, I'd take notes. Mm-hmm. There was just I just could like it just didn't sink in to me. Like I could see yeah. as long Optimus, yeah. I could follow. But then whenever there was some some other transformer, yeah, the mind would go to like who's this? Where they? Where's the locate? Like obviously faster than how I'm talking. Yeah, but like it would try to analyze what's going on in this fight. And around the time when I realized, uh, okay, this is where they are, then the camera would shift and I have to do it again. Hmm. I, I do not understand that. All right. I don't know if that's anxiety brain or something. Maybe. I was, it was, it was, you know what it was? It was critique brain. It was, I was trying to figure out what was going on with the fight mm-hmm. and it just oh, wasn't working. For yeah. Me. So you're just, you're not sitting there absorbing. You're not sitting there to just watch. You're sitting there to try to understand. Yes. Because I like I that's what I do with movies when I'm critiquing them. Yeah, yeah. Not for Michael Bay. No, clearly. <laughs> uh, all right. The, so. For Michael Bay, this is a cohesive fight. Okay. Fight continues. Forrest. Um, the it looks like Optimus is winning until backup arrives to go after Sam. Optim and then Optimus has to play defense. Yeah. Uh. uh Optimus. Well, uh, Optimus kind of goes more on the offensive than deep. Yeah. The fight with Megatron at first, I feel like he was almost more defensive. Oh, just yeah. Keep Megatron away from Sam. Then the other Decepticons show up, and Prime's like, "Well, t- 
Time to do a war crime. Yeah. Sam hides behind a log. Optimus pulls out his sword and just... Uh, pulls out a second sword. Second sword. Uh, and has the best line of the movie, uh, which is Megatron saying, is, is the survival of our race now worth a single human life? You'll never stop at one. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That moment. That I'll moment, take you all on. That moment I like yeah. during the scene. Because then also the uh, the Autobot theme plays and it's just mm. Jablonski's score elevated by using elements of Linkin Park's New Divide yeah. in it as well in this movie. It's mm. just fucking fire. And oh, he just stripped that guy's face off. Like, yeah. So the face. Now, OK, I wanted to get to it later. But when you were said said in the last episodes where like give me your face, yeah, I thought that was a joke. No, I thought that was an actual. I thought you were like that was like a meme no. that came from the community because no. he does. But no, he has a thing for people's faces, and this is not the only movie where that is a theme. Uh, he hooks into Grindor's face and literally tears it apart. It's just like yeah. And then has to jump down and use his hook to, like, hang off the back of Grindor to bring him to the ground because he's so fucking massive. Uh, Grindor, by the way, is not even listed here. Never mind. Hmm. Interesting. Um, uh, but after that, he is immediately stabbed in the back and killed by Megatron. Well, one of my favorite little bits during this fight is when he literally picks up Starscream, like, holds him upside down above his head, and then just fucking... Kicks his chin. <laughs> and this is after already ripping Starscream's arm off. Okay. So Starscream's just fucking... He does some fucking damage. <laughs> uh, backup arrives, but it's too late. Yeah. And I know I, he's... I love uh, in this ver for this version of Megatron that his fusion cannon is also a giant fucking blade. Yeah. So when he stabs Optimus through the center of the chest, he can then just... Boom! Gun blade. Yeah, it's uh, so dope. The Decepticons decide that they're done hiding and begin the invasion of Earth. It's pretty cool watching all the robots just come down from outer space, crashing the major cities, Paris, New York, uh, into the naval fleet. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a shame that we keep cutting back to the parents of Sam who are who are being who are culturally insensitive about escargot. And, and trying to punch a mime. And trying to be comic relief. Yeah. Uh, the Fallen claims that he comes down, he's like, the revenge is mine. Um, yeah, well, hanging off the rudder of a, uh aircraft carrier that is doing a Titanic. Yeah. I, I thought maybe we'd find out exactly what, how was he betrayed in the first place? He was the betrayer? Yeah. He's the original Decepticon. So, yeah. How did, how is that revenge then? Well, because he was, uh, he's he lost? stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Should have been called Rise of the Fallen. Uh, Sam's parents are kidnapped. Uh, the Fallen makes a decision, a declaration to the citizens of Earth. The aliens are promising the death of all humans unless uh, they uh, Sam is handed over to them. Sam is taking this all in stride. Uh, his new roommate is freaking the fuck out. And the racist robots are there. They do racist things. And they did call I, him a pussy. Did I forget to mention that one of them has two buck teeth and one of them is gold? Holy fuck. Um, yeah. Optimus Prime's corpse is brought back to the secret military base and unceremoniously dropped on the runway. 
Uh, I thought that was funny for some reason. Like it was, yeah. it was just like this big sad music, yeah. and a helicopter comes up, and the, you hear click click, and then you hear, <laughs> and it's <laughs> yeah, it's just like everyone's so serious, but it's just like this corpse just fell and then, like thirty feet, and then Humvees with fucking uh, like machine guns mounted on the back come rolling through, and Ironhide just loses his shit. You dare point a gun at me? I'll tear you apart! Uh, the secret base is given new orders. I forget what they are. Uh, pretty much, uh, re- basically, we're going home. Like, you're shut down. Uh, like, okay. Prime's dead. We don't give a fuck anymore. Mm. Ratchet tells Ironhide, like, we should leave this planet. Ironhide says that's not what Optimus would want. Mm. And they decide to just go along for the ride. Meanwhile, uh, um, meanwhile, the one British nest operative gets his moment, his 15 seconds of fame. Just, they just cut over to him just, uh, after, uh, Galloway starts saying that they're shut down and he's like, whatever the Decepticons are after, this is just the start. And that's like the only thing he says in the entire, like weird, just cut right to him. It's just like, oh, this is my moment. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Sam contemplates turning himself in. Uh, the racist robots can't read. Uh, the, <laughs> the roommate suggests uh, going to his rival conspiracy theorist uh, who does know uh, more about aliens than he does. Uh, so he specifically says, I think at one point we hacked his site and I saw some of those alien symbols that you're talking about. Uh, but earlier in the movie, when we see the background of his page, of his website page, the symbols are on his fucking page. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. Hey, look, it's John Totoro. He's less shit in this movie. He actually is a char- is a character that's not a complete piece of shit. He's he's a partial piece of shit. He's a partial partial piece of shit, but he's he's given room to act. He gets his John McCain moment. Yeah. Yeah. But like he in the first one I felt like Michael Wait, Bay not John McCain. John McLean. M- John McLean. Yes. God damn it. John McClane. I, w- I was trying to skip past it. I cut myself. It. Okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Are you imagining uh, <laughs> the late Senator John McCain yes. in, yes. in that oh, movie? Yeah. But no. So in the first movie, John Turturro was not given room to act. Yeah. He was in this one. Yeah, I think so. And I like it. Yeah. Uh, he's working at a deli. Uh, after Sector 7 got shut down. Uh, one of the people who works in the deli looks like one of the racist robots. Gold tooth and all. Uh, Totoro brings him down into a hidden study, uh, filled with documents that he stole from Sector 7. Makes Trump's pile look envious. Yeah. He also <laughs> has the decapitated head of Frenzy. The, yeah. Uh, which I... Practical... The, pr- pr- the head of the, the practical. practical puppet. Yeah. From the first movie, just in a jar, uh, Leo tries to touch it and he says, hands off, it's still radioactive. He's the only one who actually cares about not getting cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, Sam's already got it at this point. Oh, uh, yeah. Even if even if Shia LaBeouf did come back, his character would be on his deathbed in the fourth movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the fourth movie would be the robots coming up with three new MacGuffins to save Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So... I do love. The, oh God! It was into the trailer. I like the. I I begrudgingly like the line mm-hmm. uh, when he goes to the meat locker and opens up the hidden thing. He says, "This is a, this is a thing yeah. of utmost security." 
Do not tell, tell my mother. mother. <laughs> <laughs> I begrudgingly like it. Yeah. Especially the delivery, too. Yeah. He, it's John Turturro. It's John Turturro. He's, he's in, like, actually, government mode. Yeah. Yeah. He's in ju- government mode, but with the room to be a character. Yeah. Instead of just like, no, 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 we're locking you down. <laughs> You're not allowed to be yourself. Uh uh, they're able to get uh, some information from the little robot that Michaela uh, was holding in her lockbox. She just kind of lets him out. Uh, Spent my whole adult life hunting for uh, signs of aliens. And you carry one around in your purse like a little chihuahua. <laughs> hey, you want to throw down, you pubic frohead? And uh, she has him on a chain. Yeah. And she ha- she still has the butane lighter with her. Yeah. She's got a smaller one. She's got a She's, smaller one. Because the first one was a fucking propane torch. Yes. This one's just a butane lighter. <laughs> um, she talks, she, she talks, she, apply, she applies, she, uh, points out a whip and then tries the carrot. Hey. She talks to Wheelie like I talk to my cats when I'm trying to draw them out of, like, doing something naughty. <laughs> It's way to like, describe it. It's like, like, but if you help us, I'm not going to torch your other eye, okay? Uh. I'm not going to torch it. <laughs> it's like, come here, buddy. I'm I'm sorry I yelled at you, but I I'm, I'm just want to cuddle now. That's all. <laughs> it's okay. You can come here. Like, uh, exact tone yeah. that I use when I'm, when I'm scolding and then having to uh, renege on the scolding with yeah. my cats. Um, so he says that... Uh, well, he doesn't, he knows that it has something to do with the primes and something, um, and he knows where some of the older primes are. Is that what they were called? Uh, Seekers, he calls them. Yes, them. They're not, it's the language of the primes, Mm -hmm. uh, according to the movie. Do not get me started on how fucked up the, uh, they get some of the lore in this movie. Okay. Um, but that the Seekers had all been sent to Earth for, like, millennia, and that they were hunting for this source of Energon. Uh-huh. Um, no, the Seekers were specifically Decepticons that were... Uh, okay. Like, just... I'm gonna move past it, because it's gonna make me mad. Right. Um, But uh, he laser pointers on a map where the yeah, where yeah, some where, of them are. Yeah, and, and the closest one is in... Uh, uh, DC. DC. So, so they go to DC. They go to the Smithsonian. Uh, yep, yeah, uh, so Smithsonian uh, National Air and Space Museum. Uh, well, the bigger, the bigger second, the larger secondary site. Yeah. Um. So the one museum I, the mm, one of the three museums I care about. Okay. What's the other two? Uh, rock and Roll. No, the, that not that one. No, no fuck one. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Honestly, it can, it can, it, it could get blown up tomorrow, and I wouldn't bat an eye. Okay. Um. That's a joke. Uh, the Fender Museum mm-hmm. out in uh, Burbank, I believe it is. I could be wrong about mm-hmm. where. Uh, it's in California. It's near LA somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the uh, 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 Ford Museum. Okay. In, uh, because they have more than just Fords. Oh, neat. Uh, what about... Why can't I never remember that? It was a uh, late Detroit night... is where it is, by the There's way. There's a late night talk show host that really into cars. Jay Leno? Jay Leno. He opened a museum. Yeah, but it's recently. Jay Leno, and I have no interest. He owns the Mormon, uh, the Mormon Meteor. It was one of he's the. He's first... also close friends with Tim Allen. He's distant. Has he distanced himself? I don't think so. Okay. He he honestly he went from a single guest appearance on Last Man Standing uh-huh. to 
full-on secondary character. Okay. Okay. Huh. Tim Allen does just hire his friends, he, though, yeah. so, like, that I understand. But I, I, I find... I'm Jay not. A, Le- I find Jay Leno's collection fascinating. I, I yeah. as well. I have no interest in going to see it. Okay. Um. So they're able to get. Uh. So yeah, they go to Smithsonian. Uh, we see John Totoro's whole ass <laughs> for no <laughs> particular reason, <laughs> and I, I don't understand. Why I don't remember why he rips his pant his tearaway pants off to begin with. <laughs> I don't understand the underwear. I don't understand why we just see the whole ass. It's the one time that Michael Bay goes homoerotic. Just let him have it. Filmed from the Bay upward angle. Yeah, it's the same angle he does the hero shots and and the Michaela ass shots. But it's just John Turturro's whole ass. Are you I, upset? I don't know. I'm just confused. <laughs> I am I'm too. I'm so confused hey, by this. It, the way I always hated this until somebody pointed out to me, look, this is the one time you will ever see Michael Bay do a homoerotic shot. Just let the gay community have this. Okay. No, it's not a nice ass. No, it's not. It's, I mean. Like, but it's the thought that counts. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's some actors where you look at where you look at them and you think, "Oh, they're hot," or "Oh, they're a great actor." Mm-hmm. John Turturro is the great falls into the great actor. At yeah. End. Anyway, they break it. Sorry, I. It's just I. I feel like I'm not emphasizing enough that we see the, the whole, whole ass. ass. Like see, I just the, need to drive it's the this whole in. plate, but it's the whole ass. <sighs> not the asshole. Not just the, the asshole. Ass. Just the whole ass. Um. <laughs> They break in, incapacitate a few guards. Uh, the roommate tases himself on the wrist, which I don't think would actually... Well, the roommate tases the guard on the wrist. Oh. Uh, the guard falls out of the stall. He trips over his pants being down because reasons. And because underwear is funny. Yeah, and tases himself in the abdomen. And then Simmons walks in and he says, How many times can you get tased in the nuts before I can't have kids? I hate his character. Yeah. I hate too. his character. He, he, he contributes absolutely nothing except to be someone who's out of their element and screaming. Yep. And he's like, the he's the Sam Witwicky in the second of the second movie. Yeah. Uh so um they start looking for radioactive uh traces uh and find the blackbird. Mm-hmm. This is Jetfire. I almost liked him. <laughs> I almost liked him. He's old. That's the joke. He farts parachutes and falls over. Yeah. Uh, he used to be a Decepticon. He changed sides. Um, when he says this, uh, Wheelie says, wait a minute, you can just do that? And he's like, yeah, the Decepticons suck. Well, who wants to live a life so filled with hate? Yeah. And that's what I, I, I wish. I wish Jetfire would ask that of Michael Bay. Because as his movie, I don't, I don't remember a lot from these movies, but I remember as these movies get on, the characters just become meaner to each other. Just like an absolute hatred. Like there's just me- unnecessary meanness. <sighs> I don't necessarily agree with that. Okay. Um, but after uh, Wheelie learns about this, he's like, oh, can I, can I change sides? 
And then he starts to uh, hump Michaela's leg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who's your little Autobot? Uh, Sam's like, what? SpongeBob says this. Yeah. Uh, SpongeBob. Sam, Sam asks, what the fuck are you letting him do? What are you doing? Letting him do? And she, and she comes back with, oh, well, at least he's faithful. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that was, he literally that... just turns coat. Yeah. He literally just turned coat. He'd been working on them, working with them for a while. And like, after she ta- sweet talked him, he changed sides. And like, that was the, de- that was the dig. Yeah. At him like, yeah, no, he just turned quote, c- turned coat. And I still think he's feeling, he's a little bit more faithful than you've been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, She's not completely wrong. Yeah. Uh, Jetfire starts talking about, I'm. Well, actually, no, because then in the third movie, Wheelie specifically takes a dig at Michaela, who is no longer there. Wheelie's in the third movie? And Brains. Which one's Brains? The one that turns into a laptop and is worse. I don't remember this character. (sighs) You're lucky. Cool. Weirdly, Brains is the one who survives into the fourth one. Neat. Um, So, Jetfire starts talking about more MacGuffins. And then teleports himself and the humans... Uh, and the other Autobots that they're with to the other side of the planet, they're in Egypt now. Um, he never actually translates the runes. Sam, no. Sam draws them out, and he's like, oh, I recognize these. But I think that was supposed to be the whole da- dagger's tip and the three kings alight oh, the, the doorway loca- thing. Okay. I think that's what it was supposed to be, but at the same time, that's a very human reference. Yeah. Kind of thing. So why was it written in the leg? I don't know. That was an I don't know. Yeah. And suit here's the thing. I like the and I put this in heavy quotations, plot mm-hmm. of the movie until Jetfire is introduced. Mm-hmm. Because then it just goes, Oh, you know what? No. The this plot is so convoluted and contrived that even Bay's gonna have a hard time jacking off <laughs> while watching it. <laughs> I couldn't get invested in the story. The explosions were doing it for me. Yeah. Um, oh, never mind. Prime ripped a face off. Ugh. So, Energon is harvested by destroying suns. Nope. <laughs> with a key called the Matrix of Leadership. Nope. <laughs> nope. Is the Matrix of Leadership an actual thing? Or yes. Is he- okay. Op- Optimus has had it since G1. That's what is given to Hot Rod in the G1, uh, in the, uh, oh, the movie. Oh, it's the thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, To, like, make him into a prime. Okay. Like, light our darkest hour. That whole th- shebang. That uh-huh. was the Matrix of Leadership. Interesting. Interesting. It was not a key used to blow up suns. <laughs> See, this is why I introduce him as the cunt Michael Bay. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of... I have other reasons... Than just the betrayal of a 1980s oh. cartoon. Oh, no. I have many other reasons as well. <laughs> it's not my first but, one. But it's what takes it from the asshole, the bitch, to the cunt. Mm. The Transformers had a rule that they don't kill other life. Yeah, they won't They won't destroy, they won't harvest the sun of a planet that has life. Yeah. So... Because, you know. But the Fallen... There's a lot of stars in our universe? Yeah. I mean, our sun is kind of on the younger side and going yeah. to burn out a lot faster, but like there's still a lot of our types of sun. I think it's G. I think our sun I is don't. a G type. Yeah. I could be wrong. 
uh, out in the universe. So, like, if they found life, then they just go to another star. They're robots. They don't have to worry about it. The Fallen is impatient. Yeah. Uh, And he decides he wants to blow up the sun. I want to blow up every sun. Because I'm evil. Yeah. That's why. Uh, uh, So, the... After they... Okay. You don't have an answer for this, but I have a question. How much do you want to bet that I do ha- that I don't have an answer? Would you? Would, I don't have much cash on me. No, I not like literally oh, like, but like, like. Do you really believe that this is something that I don't have an answer to? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, they killed the fallen. We don't know how he got back, but after they kill the fallen, because we see him get stabbed through the chest with like several spears. The other primes decided to turn their corpses into a cage to protect the Matrix of Leadership. Fallen wasn't killed. But they stabbed him in this face, stomach, and spine. Yeah, apparently he wasn't killed. He was just defeated. That's stupid. Yeah. That's really stupid. Why would you... Because according to Jetfire, the Fallen was stronger than the others. I don't know. I'm just going off the dialogue in the movie. Okay. But so... My original so thought... So Jetfire says, but the Fallen was stronger than his brothers, so they had no choice but to, like, steal it from him and hide it. That's stupid. Yeah. That's really stupid. Yeah. Um, so Sam thinks that if he uses the Matrix, he can uh, retreat, revive Optimus. He calls up the military guys. He He's friends with... And the group head toward Cairo. They, uh, military guys do some military stuff. Military stuff. They lie to the, co- they the lie, government guy. They lie to, uh, uh, director, uh, Galloway and, uh, throw him out of a plane, yeah. quite literally. Yeah. Uh, and then on their way to Cairo, they meet Deep Roy at the military checkpoint. I, I'm glad he's still getting work. I guess. I, I just was going to say, I do like the scene where the, uh, uh, where uh, Josh Dumel is like scre- like sh- factory yelling instructions to the scared government guy. Yeah. And who then pulls the chute <laughs> in the plane. I love that scene. Yeah. Unironically. It's, it's just. It's cute. It's good. I, the, the weird thing is that as much as it's military masturbation, it's still better than all the other stuff in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, as far as the human shit goes, it's way more interesting than whatever's oh, happening yes. with Sam. Yeah. So it's like, anytime they're on screen, it's like, I don't care that this is extremely, uh... Yeah. Also, being military guys, they're depicted as being the only people who know what's going on. Yeah. So I feel like I'm more, like, as the audience member who has more yeah. information than all the other characters, I relate to those guys more. Yeah. Just because they're more on top of shit. Yes. And uh, that's... Yeah, he he's good. For, he's like I, I do like the way he directs military guys yeah. and just like the military in general, and I, that it's done very well. Yeah, Deep Roy. That's uh, why it's hard to hate the military stuff in these movies because yeah. it's like it's the only thing human wise that actually feels like it was done with care. Yeah. So military checkpoint until the fourth and fifth one. Yeah, uh, Deep Roy, the guy who played uh, the. What was it? What did he play? He's he's done a lot of stuff. Uh, the military general. He played uh, the Oompa Loompas in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, you mean the one at the uh, the border the of yeah. uh, Egypt and Jordan? Yeah. 
or yeah. checkpoint or whatever it was. Yeah, he was just there. Yeah, he was. It was weird. It was odd. Whatever. I just thought it was weird. Was... pull, but I'll allow it. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad he's still getting work or was getting work. I don't know what he's doing these days. Uh, they camp out at the foot of the pyramids uh, and realize where the Matrix is buried uh, based off of Orion's belt. Uh, so they head to Karnak at Luxor. Um, and they pre- I, do they pretend that it's somewhere else? Like, is, is mm-hmm. this an Indiana Jones thing where they go to the temple and it's actually a famous temple, but, but they pretend that no one's discovered it? Because that works in Indiana Jones 3. Yeah. But it doesn't work here because it's 2007, 2008? Nine. Nine, yeah. Yeah, no, they just go there. It is supposed to be what it is. Okay. Yeah, they just go there. It's like, this is where it's said to go. There's nothing here. It's Karnak at Luxor. It's cool. Yeah. It's a cool place. Um, the military guys drop uh, the government. This is where the military dry- drop the government dude. Uh, the two stereotype robots start fighting each other for no particular reason and accidentally knock a hole in the wall. And behind this, like, one-inch thick plaster wall, mm-hmm. they find the mangled corpses of the Primes. Yep, Bumblebee blasts a hole in it, and yeah. they go inside. And the and Matrix. There's, and there's floor so, for some reason. Yeah. Well, I guess dust settles. Uh, yeah. Sam picks... They just walk through. Yeah. They just walk through. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the Primes contorted their bodies in the perfect way to create floor... Yeah. (laughs) Floor and a workable living space (laughs) while killing themselves. Yeah. Uh, Sam picks up the Matrix uh, and it dissolves into little um, machine shavings. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little piece of metal. It turned into little, uh, like, uh, fuck. Those, um,. Etch a sketch. Oh, uh, little metal shards. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just little magnetic shards. Yeah. Scam. Sam scoops up the dust in a sock, uh, just in case. Yeah. Uh, the military, the Autobots, Ferris. something Ferris. Yeah, probably. Uh, the military, the Autobots, and the corpse of Optimus Prime again. Optimus <laughs> Prime just like unceremoniously drops outside of a village near Luxor. Um, and hey, look, they're filming at the same site that they filmed the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. I recognize that building. They had, they, <laughs> it's yeah. still damaged from the first time. Yep. So, but this is in Egypt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, so the team head toward the drop site, but are intercepted by Starscream. Uh, John Turturro zaps, uh, the roommate, wait. Oh, slaps. Sorry. I, uh, Don Totoro slaps the roommate as he's freaking out. Um, Tases him. Oh, yeah. No, he does tase him. He does zap him. Yeah. Uh, And the team splits up. Uh, Military guys have been hit by an EMP and are unable to establish contact with home base. They are also still using full auto rifles, which wouldn't work with an EMP. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Alien technology. Sure. An EMP that only disables um, communication devices. Oh, I meant for the uh, weapons. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. No, but they never got alien technology. Never got alien weaponry. Okay. They shared advancements in technology. Okay. So they're going to put an alien uh, alien battery inside some dude's SR-5? Uh, Is that what it's called? Sure. 
I don't know guns. I don't care about guns. I'm not a Republican. I, all, the only thing I know about guns is what I know from Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. <laughs> and even that's just like kind of over the head. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, t- uh, Totoro and the roommate go hide in a dig site just below the pyramids and we see Decepticons uh, coming in to go after the boy. A uh, bunch of heavy machinery ro- machine tools roll in. Construction machinery. Construction, yeah. Uh, in front of Totoro. And they combine together to make one absolutely massive Transformer. And I'm guessing this is Devastator? Yes. Yay! I uh, did. It. I got that right. You know it because Megatron shouts his name. That's right. Um, I do just want to uh, go through the list. Okay. Because uh, it's a live-action combiner and I'm extremely excited. I, okay, here's the thing. I do like the design of this combiner because mm-hmm. each of the d- independent vehicles yeah. were very different colors. Yes. So you get that Power Rangers, like, mega morph yeah. thing where all the colors stay in their locations. Yep. Yeah. So one thing that uh, you would also notice uh, during this entire, uh, like, climax mm-hmm. is that the... Uh, Constructicons Mm -hmm. that form Devastator are also, like, duplicates of the Constructicons that are, like, running around in the actual battle. Oh. Asset reuse. Okay. Mostly just so that they could save a little bit of money. Yeah. But also, uh, because, I mean, they kind of all just showed up and were just like, oh, yeah, there's that one dump truck right there. Three of us are going to transform into that now because they're slim pickings. Okay. But sure. there's a lot of asset reuse. That's fine. Uh, I mean, yeah, but, like they, but, they had a lot more Transformers what, yeah, in the movie. So that's but fine. what I but I'm actually I like that because then we get both the vehicle form, mm-hmm. the uh, combination into Devastator, and we get to see the robots in action as well. So we get to see all three aspects of the design. Mm. Um, so uh, when I go through the Devastator list, I'm just going to act like they're their own separate characters. But okay. they're all. It's just a clusterfuck of cool. It's a... Yeah. So there's a black and silver Mac concrete mixer truck that turns into Devastator's head, uh, which is Mixmaster. A yellow Caterpillar 992G scoop loader, which is the right arm, which is a Constructicon named Scrapper. Uh, A yellow Volvo EC700C crawler excavator uh, fitted with a Stanley UP45SV attachment. The Decepticon Polycule. Pretty much. Uh, that's uh, scrap metal. Uh, a green Caterpillar uh, 773B dump truck, which is the right leg uh, long haul. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, red and white uh, Terex O&K RH400 excavator, much like Demolisher at the beginning of the movie, just okay. colors inverted. Okay. Instead of white with red, it's red with white. Okay. Um, this is Dev- uh, Devastator's torso. Uh, it's Scavenger. Hmm. Uh, a, a Cobelco uh, CKE-2502 crawler crane, uh, the left arm, which is high tower, a red KW Dart D4661 uh, tractor truck uh, with an articulated dump truck, uh, lower torso, which is overload, and I need to show you some of the concept art for overloads robot mode, okay. because that's the one that we'd never see, uh, okay. one of the ones we never see in robot mode in the movie, and... There's two different designs for it, mm-hmm. and one of them is so much cooler than the other. I need to show you. Okay. Um, and then a yellow Caterpillar uh, D9T bulldozer uh, 
which is the left leg. Okay. Uh, this one is, uh, I think they call this one skipjack, mm. but there's a uh, uh, another one that's a color inversion that looks exactly like, uh, that's the same design, though, uh, named Rampage, which is uh, red. Okay. And which one of them is the balls? Uh, well, that's interesting that you point that out. <laughs> technically, technically, the balls would be coming off of Hightower, uh, but they would connect to Overload. Okay. I'm glad I am glad that you were so fast to answer that question to the point where I knew you had it going through your mind as you were reading. These oh, no, off. no. Do you want to know how I know that? Why? Because every single iteration of the toy mm-hmm. has had the balls or at least somebody come out with an upgrade kit for the balls that attaches to high tower in vehicle mode and then overload in robot mode. My fucking God. Um, it's incredible. That's one word for it. Um, <laughs> um, no, I need to show you uh, Overload's design. Okay. Just real quick. So uh, Sam and Michaela hide in uh, one of the various houses uh, as the as various spiky Decepticons. So there's one of them. Okay. That's a lot. It looks like a Bionicle that just they just kept adding yeah. things to. And then there's Crab Mode. I uh, there's barely a difference, man. But it's crab. It has it moves some of its arms to its legs. Yeah. It looks like someone over designed a bionicle. Yeah. <laughs> See, you say that like it's a bad thing. I like it. I like the complex design. At a certain point, there's too many points of um articulation. This is also one that we never got. Okay, I kind of like that one. I love this one. That one's good. Which one's th- which one would that be? Uh something just different. Okay. I think it's uh cuz it would be like a uh, one of those big like buzzsaw oh, like one of the uh, diggers. Th- yeah. yeah. Oh, like that buzzsaw cool. digger thing, but we never actually got this and I'm mad cuz uh, I love love that. Okay. Um so, Sam Michaela Hyde, um various spiky Decepticons search the area. Um, a ball-bearing robot appears. Uh, Sam grabs it and slowly pulls it apart. A little insectoid. Only gives away his position. Um, so, Devastator takes a big, deep breath, inhales a gas truck, and explodes just a little bit. Uh, and then he eats one of the ra- racist robots. Yay! Oh, wait, never mind. He climbs out of the big guy's face unscathed. Boo! He I then just- shoots his brother in the face. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was. I was looking forward. Oh, look! They're finally killing him. Nope. Um, it sucks. The kidnapped parents get spit out um, and are used as hostages in front of Sam. Uh, and then Sam is able to buy some time uh, for Bumblebee to jump on Rampage mm-hmm. and fight him. Yes. And I like this fight. This fight's dope. I like this fight because you can see they're both different. They're both uh, one's r- red, one's yellow. The colors really do it for you, huh? Yes, because it's so busy. If I can't tell one from the other, then see, what the fuck am I looking at? See, the difference is I like the busy design. Oh I recognize God. they're busy. I like the busy designs and can easily recognize them. Okay. I just don't see it. It's so... I If if I watched that movie in black and white, mm-hmm. I would I would fall asleep because I wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, you you also forget like I have an in depth knowledge of these designs just from years of looking at them. Yeah, looking at them, 
playing with the toy versions of them, mm -hmm. uh, or even like the newer, like big, extremely detailed, like masterpiece figures, mm -hmm. or um, just looking at concept art and shit yeah. like that. Like, wait, Rampage is the Panther. No, Ravage. Ravage. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's like it's like it's like British boat names. Uh, pre World War Two. There was the <laughs> no, no, seriously. Yeah. There was the no, I'm laughing because I Indomitable, it, the indestructible. It was just like well, who the fuck names it like this? Just name the it indubitable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's actually that has to be a ship. indubitably so. That has to be a British a British ship during World War One. You look that up. I'm going to go through this. Um, so, uh, Bumblebee rips the spine out of the panther robot and then defeats uh, Rampage. And there's a... Did you find it? No, I found... Indefatigable? Indefatigable. Yeah, I can't say it. Indefatigable. My God, they'd have to say that on the radio. What the fuck would this? What's their call sign? Nineteen oh nine. Yeah, Jesus. they had the audacious. At least, at least post World War Two, they started naming it after their kings, and that just made more sense. Um, <laughs> but my God, <laughs> hey, let's name all of our ships. Uh, starting impronounceable names. <laughs> the all HMS impronounceable. All starting with the letter I, so we can't. So if we only hear the beginning of the message, we don't know who it is. Holy crap! <laughs> um. Okay. So, uh, there's a father-son moment that was just slightly set up earlier. I don't know. It's up to debate. Do you, do you think this was set up? Well, no, no, it's like I here's was, the thing. I go back and forth whether or not I think it's good acting on the father's part. It's good acting on the father's part. I've, it's not good storytelling. No, I've ultimately come around to I almost feel like it was overdone. Yeah, I wish they said like I get that he's that whoever this father is, he's clearly a right wing conservative father who doesn't know how to express his feelings. Yeah, but I needed a little bit more than set up to that scene um anyway he tells his father to let go he goes uh movie cuts back to the soldiers did you find what do you find sorry i'm looking at uh 12 bonkers names for royal oh navy God, ships of course and one of them is uh the hms cockafer that uh, that's just named after a town because england is it's also the happy entrance <laughs> Because England, I need, I England wanted... is a fictional place with absurd-sounding names. Nope. Nope. There's a town called Barton and the Beans. Nope. <laughs> There's no. just a co town called Dick. Dude, HMS Happy Entrance. <laughs> so Happy, Entr Happy Entrance was a third-rate middling ship of the line from the 1600s. She oh was destroyed God. by fire in 1658. <laughs> Jesus. My God, I'm glad they got on. I'm glad they got on the rest of the world's attitude with naming ships. Also, the country most known for the strong navy. My God, has the worst names. I mean, they they had to falter so everyone else could be better with their names. <laughs> um, so military guys fighting. Uh, the edits make it look like they're fighting each other at one point. 
Like, there's a camera angle. Like, I could tell what he was trying to do. There's a camera angle looking to the right, and there's a camera angle looking to the left. Sorry, where was were the, we? Uh, Final Sun moment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. After that, we cut back to the soldiers fighting. There's the weird camera. Like, they placed... The, it was designed to have the camera, like, in the middle of the fighting. Yeah. But, uh, so it shows to the right, and then it shows to the left. But because the way that we're trained to see movies, it yeah. looks like they're shooting at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Totoro. Oh, we also get the worst line read of the movie from uh, Michaela. Which one? Uh, when uh, Sam tells tells her to go with uh, his parents. She's like, no, I'm not going to go without you. Oh, yeah. Like she, she, like she had like a t- certain time amount, like a yeah. voice actor who was yeah. given like too little time to say the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it definitely seemed eighty yard in, but yeah. like like phone call eighty yard. <laughs> it's like here, just like I'm recording this phone call, so uh, just go ahead and say the thing, and then uh, we'll be done. No, don't go with. I forget. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter because uh, it's a bad line. A downed helicopter almost crashes into Totoro. Uh, he goes, checks on the soldier, takes the radio, and then goes up to his big hero moment. This entire time, he keeps wh- whispering to himself, "One man alone, betrayed, betrayed by, by the country, country he loves." <laughs> like I'm, I I keep going back and forth. On I this. like it. I keep going back and forth on it. Like, Here's the thing. If it was anybody else, I would hate it, but it's John Turturro, yeah. so I love it. The first couple times he says it, it was just like, that's stupid, but then he keeps going, yeah. and, then, and then it's just like... Comedy works in threes. Yeah. And then the third time it happens, it's like, no, this is dope. Yeah. Um, so the military sees what's going on near Cairo. Uh, we get another ad for the military, Air Force, Navy, and Marines. Like, he goes all out in this oh, montage. Oh, yeah. And, oh, look, R.C. has a line and then is immediately killed. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Along with all of her other twins. Triplets. Yeah. Triplets. It just, it's they, so. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Devastator is starting to tear apart the Pyramid of Giza to reveal the giant sun-killing machine under it. Uh, Totoro calls in a railgun strike against the giant robot. And we get more military shots. Glad uh, shots. Glad the U.S. Army got their money's worth. Um, mm. <laughs> Sam and Michaela are on their home stretch to get to Optimus. Uh, he makes it to safety. Uh, Jetfire randomly falls from the sky, uh, kills one dude, Mixmaster, and then is immediately attacked by uh, Scorponox. Yeah, Scorponok, uh, like, who just appears out of nowhere after being absent for a movie and a half. Yeah, and then he come, and then Scorponok dies too. Yeah, he gets crushed by Jetfire's cane. Yeah, did I forget to mention he's old? That's the joke. Uh, <coughs> the well, he also. This is how we brought the pain back in my day, oh my and then he kills Scorponok. Oh, I'm too old for this crap. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, the railgun fires and takes out the giant guy. I kind of wish that they went with a more, like, the, our, our Navy has railguns. Yeah. I kind of wish, like, even back then they had railguns. I guess they were trying to make it look alien. Yeah. Here, this, this it looks like, it looks like. 
Well, they were calling it a prototype gun, like prototype weapon. Yeah, but, but it, it looked it looked too shiny. Yeah, they they put like a shiny metal curved coat over it. Yeah. Um, well, they tried to make it seem like it was something that was that they got from the Transformers, which they we know they didn't give them weapons. Right. So, so yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I would have liked to see Optimus have to like fucking uh shadow of the colossus up devastator and kill him that would be cool that would have been cool if we could have seen what was happening would you like to do the tutorial line i'm directly below the enemy scrotum uh, I... dude this has, th- this guy on the other end has no point of reference for where you're standing yep yep this was I... just he he's just get... just carte blanche just tell him exactly where you are under the enemy scrotum that felt like a line that Bay wrote that even the writers <laughs> that you don't like, that you some, you have mixed feelings with. Do you, What do you think of the writers? I can never remember. I think the writers are good when they have a project that they care about. Okay. Uh, the first name of that team is work, has been doing a lot of stuff for Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, so it's Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orsi. Kurtzman. Uh, Kurtzman's been, he's been the lead writer for Picard, mm-hmm. uh, Discovery. Yeah. And, well, uh, they, yeah. uh, the, the duo of them wrote the good seasons of Hawaii Five-0. Oh, huh. Neat. Like, they at least, I don't think they wrote episode by episode, but they wrote like the overarching plot oh, for okay. like the, the first five seasons oh, or whatever cool. it was. Huh. But, and I... As far as uh, police procedurals go, that's the only one that I like. Okay. Uh, mm, criminal Minds, but... Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Railgun takes out the giant guy. Air support comes in, brings the rain, as well as dropping some white fireworks. As main characters, they barely escape, but then Sam takes a massive blow to the left side of his body, uh, and we hear his heart stop, and we see the Matrix dust suck out... Fall, dot, the Matrix dust fall out of his sock. Uh, it's the all is lost moment. They hit Sam with a defibrillator. Michaela be- begs his corpse to come back to life, telling him that she loves him. And then uh, in Sam's perdition, he's uh, assaulted by the visage of the original primes uh, who tell him that uh, the matrix it, has to be earned. Uh, that it, it was friendship all along earned through leadership even though he didn't really do anything nope. with leadership here he just got almost ice no no the the macguffin was friendship all along gage yeah no it originally originally when the the when you said the macguffin was friendship all along uh and i was watching this i thought the uh matrix itself was because it was called the matrix of leadership yeah. but i didn't realize that they'd actually be pulling a um no the power the power was in you all the power was friendship all along okay i can understand why that my little pony crossover worked so well um <laughs> so you're not wrong he uh he wakes up dramatically picks up the matrix in slow motion stabs optimus prime in the chest with it inserts the macguffin into robot to either murder or revive yeah and i don't remember the upcoming movies in the, the upcoming movies how many times does he die optimus optimus once really yeah okay restraint interesting yeah okay. he gets pretty brutally injured a few times okay but he never dies all right uh the fallen just teleports in yeah 
grabs the Matrix and teleports to the top of the pyramid. Because, Didn't know he could do that. Because him being a Transformer was too easy. Mm, yeah. Uh, and he activates the machine. Uh, then he magnetos a bunch of tanks up in the air and smashes them into the ground. Uh, turn, uh, Jetfire kind of gets up a little bit and says, I'm going to give you my... You can't defeat him in your state, so I'm going to give up my body to you, Prime. Yeah. And you will have a power you've never known. And I kind of like that. I like the design of Optimus Prime after Jetfire. Oh, Jetwing Prime? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's dope as hell. So, um... Also, Optimus then gets up. Let's roll. (laughs) Turns out the Fallen isn't Magneto. He's actually Dark Phoenix as he makes rocks orbit the pyramid for some reason. <laughs> I think it just looks cool. Uh, and it doesn't even look that good. No. Uh, Optimus comes in and just, it's so fast. He rips half the face off of Megatron and uh, defeats, he scrapes it. Can, it, can I please okay, talk go, about the fight ahead. because I actually know what's happening? Go ahead. I, no, I, I could tell what was happening here. And I thought it was boring because it was so fast. It's not that quick. I it's, mean, it's quick, but it's not fast. Okay. So, uh, Optimus flies up. Uh, he's got this massive, just big fucking cannon mm. uh, uh, on his uh, right arm. He flies up. He tackles Megatron, who tries to jump at him. They kind of spiral a little bit. As Optimus's arm comes up, he blasts the uh, uh, machine, destroys it. Mm. Uh, and then he and the Fallen fall to the ground. He starts uh, uh, fighting with the Fallen a little bit. Die like your brothers! They were your brothers, too. A line that would mean something if either of these characters had spoken before. Yeah. Yeah. To, get to each other. I don't... Yeah. Um, Megatron uh, stealthily tries to come up, up behind Prime to stab him again. Uh, Optimus uh, grabs Megatron's hand cannon uh-huh. and just, like, breaks his arm and makes Megatron blast his own oh, face right. with it. His face is all blown apart right right uh and then he flips the uh uh jet cannons mm. uh, canisters over and using the thrusters just like blast megatron through a fucking brick wall mm-hmm. then goes back to finish the fallen grabs th- uh the fallen rips off the uh, uh thrusters uh and optimus gets a hold of his spear stabs it through the side of the fallen's face Bends it around and says, give me your face. Rips his face off. And then as the Fallen is like just screaming in pain, Optimus reaches through his chest, grabs his spark, which is his heart, out from the center of his chest, crushes it, and then pulls his arm back out. I rise, you fall. Each of the bad guys only took like five hits. Yeah. It felt too fast. I agree. It's fast. It's it, like and, like it's a very quick, like yeah. like big bad guy fight, and it is a little disappointing. I just like this is where the big bad guy fight should be the biggest of the fights. You would think, but there's too much military masturbation. Clearly, uh, but yeah, remember how I said that uh, Optimus is just war crime prime? Yeah, yeah. Give me your face. What? Okay. What was more brutal, the way he killed the Fallen or the way that he killed Scourge? Scourge, because we saw it in slow motion. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, also Scourge, at least at least the Fallen's face came off in one piece. Yeah. Scourge's face got ripped from two different angles and pulled apart. No, Scourge was Rise of the Beasts. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
You're thinking of Grindor. Grindor. I thought you were talking about previously in this movie with the no. other face. Uh, no, because that that one's like fucked. But uh, Scourge, when Optimus stabs oh, right. his uh, sword through into the lava and then rips upward after uh, oh, this this uh, one's more brutal. Yeah, this one's this one's more brutal. Uh, yeah, because like uh, in the fir- in Rise of the Beasts, yeah, it's like a mask, and he turns around and it's just, and, like it just looks no. like Megatron's face. No, but he's. Uh, when Optimus kills Scourge, he yeah. uh, cuts off both of his arms and then stabs him through the face and then rips his head and his spinal column oh, yeah. out from the top of his body. At least that death is faster than having your face ripped off and your heart pulled out. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I unironically love the way he kills the Fallen. I, I like I, Brutal Prime. I, I Here's the thing. I like War Crime Prime. I would do too, kind of, to an extent. I liked, I liked his, da- I liked his father energy earlier. I was about to say daddy energy, but I decided against it because he doesn't have, da- he does have daddy energy, but he has more father energy than daddy energy, and that that makes it less sexy. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if there's anything less sexy than Optimus Prime. <laughs> I just or more sexy than Optimus this Prime. This fight was just so nothing to me. Yeah. It was so No, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna argue with that one. I like it because mm. of how brutal it is, mm-hmm. but it is over way too quickly. Mm. Yeah. Starscream says sometimes cowards, cowards do, do survive. survive. This isn't over. <laughs> he says lisping out of his mouth. Yeah. Uh Sam and Michaela kiss as the movie starts to wrap up. Sam points out, hey, you said I love you t- to me first. Uh, because he's still a fucking child. Yep. Uh, Optimus Prime gives us a little speech and credits roll. And maybe it's just because I'm learning more about the Transformers, but I had fewer questions with this movie than mm-hmm. the other ones. Uh, the fights seem more focused. Mm-hmm. Like you can like other than the ones I have trouble problems with. Yeah. You can tell what's going on. Um, but. Like it's and even the story, the yeah. story felt more overall focused. Like you could draw, like yeah. yes, yes, it's MacGuffin Hunt, MacGuffin Hunt, but you can draw the straight line. Yeah, but the issue is, I hate the whole Matrix of Leadership plot in this movie. Okay, I hate it so much. Mm. It just, it's, I mean, the whole fa- the fallen thing in this movie sucks. Like, they could have completely omitted the Fallen from this and had the main villain just still be Megatron revived. Mm. The title would have worked better. Yeah. And the movie, I think, would have been better. Right. Because other than being voiced by Tony Todd, the Fallen had nothing. Yeah. He was the Emperor. He, like, I think I hit it on the nail when I called him the Emperor Palpatine of this. He's just- no, because even Palpatine does more. Not in the original trilogy. No, but... Yeah. Like that, yeah. it's just. I, Palpatine it's, was scarier. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. I really hated the design of the Fallen. In this. Yeah, it's terrible. I yeah. hate it. Um, yeah, I I don't really have anything else to say. Like I like, I I brought up the um high school that fell to fascism in five days. Yeah, and like the this. Well, luckily, we never have to see the twins again. Yeah. Uh, like, the power... Like, I I drew the line to that where the only... Re- that makes sense with the terrible twins mm-hmm. um, 
because power fear in the hands of a psychologically 13-year-old auteur director. Yeah. That's how this movie happens. Yes. And that's, yeah. We get fart joke, we get under underwear jokes, we get the I don't whole ass. The fart jokes are fine. Fart I, jokes like, are, fart jokes are fine. I can fine. take them and leave it. It's everything else. Yeah, the over-sexualized, the it's racism. The, it's, it's racism, sexism, and pedophilia that I have an issue with in the yeah. Bay movies. Luckily, pedophilia wasn't an issue no, in this No, it was one. not an issue in the, Well... Depends on whether or not some of the uh, freshmen in college were 18 yet. I mean, we only ever saw the horny one go after Sam, and that yeah. was a robot. Uh, but we did see Dwight Schrute. Uh, okay, yeah. You know that he's got a couple like, allegations under his belt at this point. Either that, either that or he's fucking the dean. That's why she was there. And that's why he's been able to get away with it. I, I, I want to write this story. I always <laughs> assumed the dean was his mom. Then why that that makes it even worse? I think it would be funny if he just outright said, "I will not be punked in front of my mother." <laughs> his mom's just sitting there. Oh. Her, his mother being there makes more sense than the dean. I know. Oh my god! But what if the dean was his mother? Uh, Jesus, nepotism at its finest. Yeah. Um, the Michael Bay story. Yeah. Well, actually, no, no, no. I wish. I, I, it, would, it would be so much easier to blame nepotism for Michael Bay, but he actually, <laughs> but he's, he, actually he actually came up from mostly yeah. nothing. <sighs> Honestly, that kind of makes him easier to hate. I think so. It's because it's like, oh, you don't have an excuse for why you're like this. Yeah. You're just like this. Yeah. Huh. At least I can look at... At least I can pity Elon <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> no. I pity anyone who has to grow up uh, in that kind of thing. Okay. The, yeah, no, the okay. fact that he turned into what I pity him for mm. means I don't have any empathy for him anymore. Got it. I, st- I think he's pitiful, so I pity him. Okay. Okay. By that definition, I agree. Yeah. Um, so, want to wrap this up? Yes. All right. Uh, so, do you have a favorite shot? Yes. Um, when Sam and Michaela were hiding, they mm-hmm. used this in the trailer as well, because I remember it. Um, Michaela's hiding next to uh, bottle glass windows, mm-hmm. uh, and it was an excellent use of lighting, because like, the the bad guys were walking outside, and like their shadow kept passing over her. Yeah. Uh, it felt like a horror movie, and she was killing it in that scene. Yeah. Um, I think that's my favorite shot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine... Is the uh, there's a wide shot of that uh, uh, aircraft carrier Titanicking? Oh yeah, that I really like. Uh, I, it's it's my second favorite. Okay, I, I I one thing that bugged me with that scene was the the jets on it didn't uh, low poly. Look, yeah, they're just a little bit too low poly that yeah. took me out of it. Yeah, no, it definitely was an issue. But there was a wide shot. Okay. Of it from, like, the perspective of oh, another yeah, yeah, ship, yeah, 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 yeah. where half of it was, like, slowly sinking, and the other one was just fully going straight down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that shot, uh, uh, but my favorite shot is probably right after Megatron kills Optimus, and we've got the tree between them. Optimus hasn't fallen yet, and Megatron's just standing behind him with a okay. claw on his shoulder. Yeah. That always just... Was a, yeah, that was a decently composed shot. Yeah, I just really, really like that. Yeah, the trees on fire and weirdly, I think, <laughs> I think Michael Bay would be 
better if he didn't have everything moving all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But he has to satisfy that ADHD brain. Yeah. Because um, that's who, that's the target demographic. See, and that's why I like the forest fight. Because when the camera's moving, it's not like shaky cam moving. Yeah. Like, it's panning around, like, the entirety of the fight. Okay. You're not going to convince me otherwise. No, I, just, I don't yeah. need to convince okay. you otherwise. I'm explaining the f- okay. why well, I like I, it. I get why you like but it. But I also have no problem distinguishing the designs. Okay. I do. I, I understand that. Okay. Uh, favorite uh, scene? You know that one? This is like, I mean, the forest fight. Okay. That's it. Like, I, I like this is my killing the soldiers. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. But I just, this is my, one of my least favorite Transformers movies. Okay. This is like runner up to least favorite. It would be if The Last Night didn't exist. Okay. The only thing that I like in this movie is Optimus killing the Fallen, mm-hmm. uh, Starscream finally having a personality, mm-hmm. and the forest fight. Okay. Those are its redeeming qualities for me. If if they had just continued on doing something similar to what they did for the first half, I probably would have liked the end of the movie. Mm. But they immediately like give us Jetfire, which is a terrible terrible iteration of the character of Jetfire, mm-hmm. and then immediately say, oh no, now the plot starts, now that we're an hour and a half into the movie. Mm. Okay. Now the plot starts, and it's terrible, because you have to get the thing that's not the thing, and put it in the thing to make the thing blow up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. No. Yeah. It's not. This was, I have to say... As far as recording and, like, watching and then reviewing, mm-hmm. this was the one that I was looking forward to the least. Yeah, I'm not, like... Because here's the thing. I just think this movie's bad. Yeah, it's not even, like, bad in a fun way. No. I mean, The Last Night isn't bad in a fun way, but there's so much more that you can take and just tear to pieces. Yeah. Because there's still good things in this that I enjoy. So it's, like, it's just a mixed bag of the movie's bad. It has a couple good things. Yeah. The other thing, like... On the topic of things just being bad, like, how the fuck, like, I wanted to rip into the racist twin robots. Yeah. But what can I say that they haven't already portrayed themselves? Exactly. And it's just like... At least, at least when we get to the final Bay movie, mm-hmm. there is so much to just dig your claws in and pull. Okay. That I think we're going to have a good fucking time. Okay. We're... When recording, mm. not when watching. Cool. Watching is going to be hell, and I'm very sorry. Any pain you felt during this movie, I don't want to say it's less racist, because I don't remember, because I've only seen it once and said said never again. Okay. But now I have to watch it again. It's the only Transformers movie I've only seen once. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. It's bad. Huh. It, it's that bad, where I couldn't even look past it. The third one? Wait, the, th- the, the fifth one. The fifth one. Okay. okay. It's that bad. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't remember if it's less racist. I think it is, but I'm not going to go on record saying it's less racist because I don't remember. All right. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, Favorite Uh, design. uh, Well, uh, standout performance. Oh, right. Okay. I was going back and forth. I wanted to give it to Megan Fox, but she doesn't do enough in this movie. No. No. See, the issue is she went from the most competent character in the first movie, to 
semi-competent, but like half confident, half damsel. Yeah. And it's like they hit, which sucks because then the third movie, the female lead goes just full damsel in distress. Okay. Like, I think it was also clear, like, during the filming of this one, yeah. uh, that Megan Fox was starting to have more tr- problems yeah. with, uh, with Michael Bay. Bay. Yeah, and maybe that deci- the decision to downplay her presence in the yeah. movie. Definitely. But, I mean, that's the, it's this weird thing where the first movie, the female lead is the most competent character. Yep. In the second movie, she's pseudo-confident, pseudo-damsel. Yep. In the third movie, the female lead is just a damsel in distress. Yep. And then in the fourth movie, they're just like, okay, the the female lead is the character's daughter. Yeah. Like, we're backing up here. Yeah. And then it's going to be the boyfriend that's the problem. Favorite- I have thoughts on that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, so, John Turturro, right? Kind of. Here's the thing. It's either John Turturro or, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of like Shia LaBeouf in this movie. I prefer him in the third one. Okay. I Like... I- Isolation. Yeah. Yeah. Isolation. I like Shia LaBeouf here. He's not screaming as much as he was before. No, this is the most tame, you. one of the most tame you will ever see Shia LaBeouf. He pulls off the alien seizure moments yes. really well. He has figured out the character. Yes. He's he's, spy, he's Peter, he's Amazing Spider-Man. He's Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's good there. John Turturro? Is John Turturro? I'd give it to him, but he did agree to show his whole ass, and I feel like there's some deduction to the points there, just on a respectability level. Do you honestly respect John Turturro less for showing his whole ass? No, I d- respect this mo- his character's depiction in this movie. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's John Turturro. I do want to throw out a... Uh, give me one sec. Uh, a honorable mention. Is it the British guy who goes the lo- who says No, the I do want to give him an honorable mention. <laughs> uh, uh, Matthew Marsden. Apparently his name was Graham. Okay. But oh, that was the British guy? Yeah. All but right. no, I want to uh, uh, specifically point out Charlie Adler as Starscream. Oh, uh, yeah. From the bot yeah. side of things. He nailed uh, a live-action Starscream voice. Yeah, he was Fucking really nailed it on the head, and it's still the best, like, the best character depiction in this movie for a Transformer. Yeah. I like, I love Starscream. He's such a good character. I just wish that in the Bay movies, he wasn't just a Dorito. Yeah. I don't like Dorito Scream. Like, it, it, doesn't, I'm fine. it doesn't make sense because all of the other robots mm-hmm. look like cars and then they turn into giant robots. Why does he still maintain the same shape yeah. of the plane? So here's the thing. I would be fine if they had uh, if they had that design and just didn't call him Starscream. Mm. Uh, just called him by one of the different Decepticon Seekers or one of the Coneheads or something. Mm-hmm. Call him fucking Ramjet. It mm-hmm. makes more sense than him being Starscream, at least with that shape. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't like Dorito Scream. <laughs> I like the design, just not for him. It just okay. doesn't feel fitting for Starscream. Yeah. Starscream yeah. should be slender. And like, sneaky or yeah. running around. Yeah. Like, dis- he should be the most deceptive Decepticon. <laughs> And said he's just, I am Dorito. Yeah. Tortilla chip me. Yeah. Uh, All right. Favorite design? Uh, 
I was going back and forth. I like Soundwave. I wish he did more. I think I really like 2D. Reedman? I'm not calling him that. <laughs> Reedman. Why? I don't know. That's the thing. It's never explained. I've never found an answer. His name is just Reedman. Okay. I'm calling him 2D. I like 2D. I thought the design was really clever. I thought the way he fought was really neat. He yeah. didn't have any weapons. He was the weapon. And, yeah. he, was, and he was also made of out of a billion Troidikas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine is Sideswipe. The one who turns into the concept Corvette. The one who threw the sword into sideways and then ripped him in half. Okay, sorry. Cutting. I wasn't sure which one. Because uh, they were both silver cars. One was gray. One was... Wait, are, you, are we gonna... God damn it. We're gonna fucking go into color theory? Two gray... A gray and a dark... And a silver car driving at night are functionally identical. In color. But... Oh my god. They also have the exact, almost the exact same name. That I will give you. From a non-trans, from a non-fan standpoint, I will fucking give you that right away. <laughs> uh, one of them's an Audi R8, and the other one is a uh, Corvette Stingray concept. So, okay. like, watch your fucking mouth. Okay. But they um, have the same shape. No, they don't. A little bit. Not even close. To a non-car guy. No, an Audi R8 is a mid-engine car. Okay. They're completely different. They were also, two great cars that were one, fighting each one other. One was silver, one was a dark metallic gray. For our audience you, at you home, understand I just twitched. You, are you listening to yourself? Do you remember our conversation about car company colors? Yes. Yeah. But because... Okay, so just acknowledge that the colors look the same. No. Why not? Because they didn't. They do. One was a dark gray, one was silver. Is that the actual name of the colors, or is that the colors that are depicted? Because the colors are depicted at night with lights shining down. The reflecting. colors that are depicted, my good sir. Anyway, Sideswipe is the one that has the doors like as wings on his back. Okay. He's got the two swords coming out, uh, and he's got uh, like one minute of screen time. Yeah, <laughs> but he's also got wheels on his feet. Okay, like his feet are wheels. Okay, I fuck. All right, so okay, I think this. Hopefully this can explain why I have so much trouble identify uh, have trouble with the fights because I don't get what's so hard to understand. No, this is my favorite design. Okay, now that is cool. I don't remember him because he only had one minute of screen time. That's fine. <laughs> he had one minute of screen time, and the only line he had was "Damn, I'm good." Yeah, he he's got a little bit more in uh, uh, Dark of the Moon. Okay, but okay. No, I I love Sideswipe. I always have. I mean, he's a Corvette. Okay, Corvettes are my one are pretty much my favorite car. Okay, like I fucking love him. Can you show me the car he turns into and and the other car side by side? Sideswipe. Okay. Sideways. Okay. That's not the color that Sideways was in the movie. Got it. Okay, it's just do, a picture I found. They do look different. Completely different body shapes. Yes, this one's mid engine. This one's front engine. However, the non-concept car we saw almost all we saw entirely, yeah. and I only got a glint, a glance at uh side side swipe. Sure, side swipes uh, car design. I didn't even see his car design. Yeah, I think they only showed it once or twice. Okay, and like, but it was during like the entire auto, all of the Autobots, and like a caravan. Okay. moving down the road. So I don't blame you there. Okay. 
All right. I like 2D. Yeah, that's fair. Simple, Reedman. elegant, cool. Don't call... I'm surprised you didn't uh, mention Ravage. The Panther. The Panther was neat. I wanted it to have two eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's more uh, easily recognizable with the one, though. Uh, is it? I, I always thought it always, always had the two. No, I mean for this design. Oh, like, okay. I feel like just this overall design with two eyes just ends up being generic. Mm. But with the one eye, for some reason, it makes it more memorable. At least okay. to me. Huh. I remember somebody doing a uh, Photoshop once giving him two eyes and just huh. being like, mm, no. I do like Soundwave. I, I like yeah. 2D more, but I wish Sound if Soundwave, Soundwave did more. Soundwave in the is in the third movie a lot more, okay. and actually it transforms into a car. Yay! Awesome. Oh, oh! I like that design. Yeah. Huh. This is also a poor representation in figure form. It's not all that accurate. Okay. But uh, yeah. No, he turns into a Mercedes uh, SLS AMG. Cool. And it's dope as hell. Bay has a thing for silver cars. I can tell. <laughs> and yes, that Audi R8 was a relatively close. Gr mm. It was a medium gray metallic, mm -hmm. which is kind of close to a silver. But that silver was also like a pearl silver. It wasn't like a metallic silver. At night, I could I could get into this a I lot know, more. I know you could, and I could and I can dismiss it a lot more. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> as someone who's seen both of those vehicles in person, they're not the same color. Okay, okay. Like, those ex the exact ones that they used on set. What about at night while they're driving very fast? On my 4K OLED, they looked different. Okay, good for you. <laughs> uh, I just know you hate that. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week, not with Transformers. Uh, but actually, for the 4th of July, we will be releasing an episode that we recorded about a month ago. Yep. Uh for National Treasure. Yay! Um, so we're taking a little break just for the holiday weekend, and then we'll be right back the week after that with Dark of the Moon, my favorite of the Bay movies, and I, I hope I don't live to regret this statement. I've heard that a lot of people who have mixed feelings about the Transform Bay Transformers do like and defend Dark of the Moon. Yeah. So I'm It's I'm the only hesitant. It's the only one with a plot twist. Neat. Cool. I'm going in it's, blind. It's not a good plot twist, oh. but it's a plot twist. Well, it's decent. Okay. It's decent. The The main villain has great motivation mm -hmm. and is voiced by Leonard Nimoy. Oh, right. This is that one. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So it's like, you can't really go wrong there. Yeah. They also foreshadow him being the villain, though, by uh, one of the, by Wheelie from this movie watching uh, one of the Star Trek movies and being like, oh, I've seen this one. This is the one where Spock goes nuts. <laughs> So okay, okay, damn it! I'm already endeared to it. Yeah, and then right. and then like, forty five minutes later, he goes nuts. <laughs> oh, so no, uh, it's my favorite of the Bay movies. I think it's actually a real good fucking movie. All right, like this, like if the uh, it's like watching the first two Bay movies and being like, oh, this is like watching a Zack Snyder Justice League movie, uh -huh. and then going like. Oh, shit, now we're watching Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> like, it's weird. Huh. It's like, come, just, somehow they just figured it out for the third movie. <laughs> Neat. But, uh, 
Anyway, if you guys would like to get in touch with us, links will be in the description for this episode uh, for our Discord, Instagram, and our website. Uh, Please go ahead and share episodes with friends. Try to help us grow the podcast. Word of mouth goes a long way. Mm -hmm. And if you could, uh, rate and review us uh, five stars and a positive written review. We would love you forever and would not feed you to the hellscape of Michael Bay's imagination. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're going right in the fire. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening. Please tell people yes also um stay tuned because the more we get into this the more obvious it is that we are going to have to have a transformers lore episode yeah i've already written down a couple of questions <laughs> go wrapping up. Uh, go back to the uh recording for the first one and uh-huh. write down any questions you had for that got it because we'll uh i want to have enough to pad out an episode uh-huh just so that we don't have to watch something one week yeah but it means i'm gonna have to do a lot more work up front so <laughs> This is this is my uh, uh, recompense to you for making you sit through these movies for me. Okay, that and the and my recompense is the art house films. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm aware of that, which I think you'll like. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. But I think just like an hour of me just yelling yes. about why Transformers lore is would be good. <laughs> so thank you guys very much. Uh, look forward to that in the near future. We'll see you soon. Bye.